0: Eric's going to have to put up a disclaimer with this. God's no, no, opinions are not. his own and not of NPR. <laughs> oh, no, no, no.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio, <laughs> <laughs> and
2: we are joined that with our good it. friend. Scott that's what you have to do, the lead-in. You're messing up the lead-in. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. What the heck? He's, he's yeah, chilling yeah. over there with his drink.
2: I hear the gonna, ice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to be talking about, um, which, uh, you know, I, I guess... This is how I say this, like, as you get into reptiles and you wanna breed them or whatever, you start out with sort of the simpler species and you try to get, your, get, your, get a feeling for, you know, how to actually breed pythons or whatever you're keeping. And, um, you know, after doing it a couple times, and especially if you're not necessarily a morph person, you know, now what do you do? I mean, back in the days when, when, when I was into it when I was a kid, and and my dad was into this. Uh, I said this before. There was no such thing as breed. Like, people didn't think about breeding. They just thought about keeping. And, you know, it was all about, you know, working with a specific species. And, like, mm-hmm. you would, like, slowly graduate up to, you know, you would have your beginner species, like corn snakes and garter snakes and that kind of thing. And then you would jump into the realm of a python. And, you know, even then you would start with something, well what would be the simpler snake back then? Probably
2: a berm. It's kind of what everybody had. Yeah, it's not had. a ball python. They were hard. Yeah, it's... I'm uh, not necessarily
1: saying that that's the right snake. That's a good starter snake. It was for me, but... <laughs> what are you going to do? That was 1984. I don't even think Owen was alive yet. I wasn't! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> See? Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, slowly and sure, uh, You know, slowly over time, you start to... You know, once you kinda of figure out a species you kind of kinda of move on to a next one. I think a perfect example of that is a guy like Keith McPeak who's who's bred so many different species and you know, seeing all the stuff that he's worked with, Owen, you know, like we're talking about Walmart Pythons, he's like, Oh yeah, that's no big deal, blah 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 but then, you know <laughs> just like, I'm like what do you what
2: do yeah, you mean? He, he's forgotten <laughs> more about breeding snakes than I shall ever learn. So yeah. yeah. And yeah. now he's
1: working with something like bones, which he's trying to, you know, uh Push his knowledge of keeping and breeding and et cetera, and and Scott, just trying to he's crack it with yeah. the and uh, Owen. You got the uh, the olives that you oh, cracked I got everything, right? yeah.
2: Well, olives I got eggs, which, um, like I keep telling people, Dude, eggs fire. is <laughs> eggs is step two of twenty five. All right,
1: Wait, like you got roughy eggs and you yes. got olive eggs. Yes. There's only one thing I regret, man.
2: If we could have just
1: ticked that species off of the oh, five no, no, pythons.
2: No, because I would not have traded any of the other pythons that we found in no, Australia. No. I'm just saying, like, add
1: it to it. That would have oh, been yeah. that, like, much if that sweeter last sweeter for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? You see that in uh, the wild, and then you come home, and it's hatching in your incubator. I can
2: just imagine that water python was an olive, and them, we'll just go from there. Yeah, it was. Maybe it was it, a
1: melanistic
2: olive The olipine. giant-ass <laughs> fucking liacids. Count it. Go You know?
1: Close enough, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's what we're gonna try to talk about tonight. And um, uh, but before we get into that, you know, welcome Scott. How you doing?
0: Glad oh, I'm to be well. back. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> what you
1: said
2: it was his homecoming. It's like oh no.
1: <laughs> it's like, well, before the show, Owen was, was being his witty self, and I said, See, I am. <laughs> See, Scott, you're not gonna get that on any other podcast except NPR, and you know that's you know it's the truth. I mean, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, it helps. We've 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 all been friends for it's got to be getting close to a decade now, right? At this point,
2: Christ. I mean, yeah. I, when when did we first meet you, Scott? I mean, it must have been like one of the original carpetfests Professor. Right? I I think I met, I met you hanging out met.
0: I on... met I met you and Chris at White Plains.
2: Yeah, I want to say I like hung out with you at like White Plains at Mike Curtin's table and shit like that. No, it was a trade deal. Jungle for a white lip. Son of a bitch, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you had the jungle, Edward. I don't remember. No wait, I, I keep, did. Wait. Yeah, you had the jungle. I was trading the white lip, wasn't I? Correct. I believe so. I think yeah. it was one of the
0: jungles that came from my old VPI pair that I had and I wish I never fucking traded to you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I kept it cuz now now both of them snakes are dead but
2: yeah. um, And, and the was white, lip, white was, lip The white lip was a male, but we had bought it as a female and all of a sudden we had like 4.1 like 4.1, uh, 4.1 we're like dear god and Scott wanted the white lips, so I remember that. Yeah,
1: uh, that's when you had that big, huge colony of white lips.
2: Yeah, I miss that. I missed that. Could sit in a room and be surrounded by white lips, and I'm like, ah, yeah. idiot. That's, what he, that's
3: yeah, when you know, went on, on, on that. Uh, I'll never
1: forget that. We started talking to like there was the the uh, the episode about scrub pythons that you know you just hated with um, with Blake.
2: I do hate and, that one. Yes. And then like
1: is. the following year, you just decided, you know, like, screw it. I'm going to get all these different things. And you had like
2: scrubs and
1: white lips. and
2: Yeah. You had that. Like everyone. I think pythons. Everybody... Yeah. <laughs> everybody in their career at one point has the moment where they're like, you your eyes are opened to the big wide world of pythons out there beyond your niche, 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 niche. Oh, oh wow. You're using it in a sentence here. Carly's going oh. to be so happy. Species. <laughs> what did, see, you, now? Say? did you say? Every time I get to it, I get nervous because I'm not getting it right. No, don't. Th- <laughs> it's so
1: true, right? I'm like, Thank oh, you. man. It's I'm gonna just, make Nipper so mad if I. I'm screw Nipper's this, just gonna I'll be concentrated.
2: it. Concentrate. Brain. concentrate. <laughs> Nipper is pissed. Whatever, <laughs> if an episode goes by and we don't piss off Nipper, it's a weird episode. Oh. So um, <laughs> I don't have that my own heart. I don't piss off half the Morelli community with what I say or mispronounce. It's not a show. It's not an episode. Um, but it, when you get out of that, when you start branching off, and you go crazy, and you start realizing that there's a bunch of stuff that can kind of stay within the same realm of care that you're used to with your certain with your core species like you don't have to go too far out and then you start expanding and then you eventually hit the point where you're like alright well I hate these <laughs> it's like and <laughs> these kind of suck these are <laughs> awesome and then you kind of have the way. same
0: point with white legs <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dude I don't know what the fuck I was thinking because that's, that's funny because that was a moment when we did that trade like I mean it probably was 10 years ago or so now Jesus Christ yeah we did that trade and I had this like Short period of time where I was like, I want to put a group of white lips together. And the reason that was, was because I had had a white lip before. And I don't know what the fuck I was thinking because the one I had before was a psycho insane chainsaw, only eight <laughs> birds at first. Like, I don't know what made me want more of that. <laughs> but for some reason, I had the great idea to do it. And uh, God, I wish I never traded that jungle because. That would have been good for me now, but... Man, that uh, was a
1: VPI, straight animal? Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And and I can't, for the life of me, oh. remember what the hell happened with that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I remember. Could, I could
0: break your heart more, Eric. You want to hear this? So back then, I was a fucking nobody. I just fucking... When I bred them, I wasn't really online. I wasn't part of the Morelia mm-hmm. community the first time I bred jungles. I wasn't part of anything. I was just a kid keeping reptiles. Right. And uh, when I produced them, I sold a couple back then. I wholesaled them to my buddy who owned a pet store for
2: like 50 bucks a pop. Yeah. Oh, I shit. remember him telling me that. Yeah. Oh, how about that?
1: <laughs> so somewhere out there, maybe, possibly, somebody has a, you know, a, a VPI jungle, but you'll never know.
2: You'll never yeah, know. The,
0: I'm pretty sure all them no have disappeared good... at this point. Yeah. Well, they probably made it. I mean, carpets are hardy. I mean, there's probably a couple that are still around, kicking around. I mean, the parents just died at – well, the female just died at 17 about a year ago. And then uh, the male died about a year before her. He had cancer, and she died because I grew her too big. Mm -hmm. Dude, I Uh, mean, there's
1: no more iconic picture of a carpet python, of just a regular carpet python, than the picture on the front of pythons of the world, volume Mm -hmm. 1, Australia. I mean – you know, that VPI jungle man is just like,
0: whoa. You know,
1: I think the only one that works with him is Terry Phillips. Maybe
0: Terry Phillips is probably the only one who's still. I don't, I don't know what he's doing with him these days, but he probably still has a group. And yep. um, because when though when when Barkers got out of it, some went to him, and some went to Hummel? Uh, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I don't know what he's what he's doing with them either. I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah. So um, well, you can still, still get them. There, right? I mean, there's, are yeah. still out there, but yeah,
1: it's just such an iconic line, you know, and it just seems like that's sort of, uh, I don't know, kind of lost in the shuffle of things. I don't really see anybody talk about VPI jungles anymore.
2: I think they do, but it's like the VPI is like, well, it, uh, the only time I ever see it is when it's in lineage. And it's just like, you kind of go back far enough. You hit a VPI animal. It's like, Oh, like it, yeah. yeah, there it is. So, very um,
0: few people have them bought straight from the Barkers. Mine were bought yeah. straight from the Barkers, and the kid who bought them sold them to me, and I had them uh, pretty much their whole life except for about two years. I did, to... and uh, that's honestly why the like I've kind I kind of slowed down on social media a lot because when she passed away, that it hit me hard. I had it for a long time. That snake was special. Yeah.
3: Right.
0: It yeah. sucked when he yeah. it, when he passed. It sucked, but he had cancer for like. Shit, he survived like a year with it, but it was like you knew.
3: Yeah.
0: But uh, she passed away unexpectedly. I mean, completely unexpectedly. No change in behavior. Came out of winter, but uh, I'm I, I know it was. Uh, she was too big, too big. I grew too big. But so when, when she died, it was just it hit me hard, man.
2: Yeah, but that's that's the mistake everybody who was into pythons at some point makes so in the talk, beginning.
1: Yeah, when we talk about that. Online, and trying to, although we might come across as assholes sometimes, it's because we've already done it. Done it. <laughs> we trying thank you. to you from We're making this mistake. We're trying to
0: prevent it. I'm not a dick. I fucking made this mistake. Fucking listen to me. Stop growing yeah. your fucking snakes too goddamn big, because and, and you guys have seen it, especially in that carpet pythons group where there was just another tractor fire today. Uh, what would you do her? now? Oh, <laughs> oh, someone posted the. Oh, I'm not getting into it. Let's not get into uh, that. No, no. <laughs> okay. But my, I love it because someone's like, I want to see your big carpets. And here you go. You're going to get a thread of 75 pictures of carpets that people have grown too big.
3: Right.
0: Yeah. One or two of them, they'll, they'll be legit. There's a couple. There's people that have big carpets. They're yeah, 15 they years. Them. Their genetics were correct for it. But, you know, when they start posting their five-year-old carpet and they're fucking (laughs) eight-foot already?
2: Are you kidding me? Stop it. Do you have any idea how much of a diet I've put my my monsters on? Like, they're all seven, eight-foot now, but they're they're lean as shit, and they're not happy about it. Like, this isn't – this totally changed, but, you know, I'd rather have them hang out for the next – I mean, they're all – they're 11, and – that's what tells you is, like, if you get them too big, you will have a bunch that don't make it all the way to 11 because I only have four or five that are— well, Why do you
0: think nobody's got—none of these people—none of these big carpets anyone posts are ever 15-plus years old because— No,
2: because I don't want to push them that.
0: It doesn't happen. They don't survive yeah. that long.
2: No, and you start getting—you get breeding problems. Like, I had the ones—I had my females that were laying, like, 30-something eggs a clutch— and one blew out a nova duck, nearly bled to death. And I slimmed her down. I bred her this year. She had ten eggs, and she's recovering fine. So, you know, it's even more dangerous to push them to get more eggs. So, also, why do you want thirty-two of the same goddamn thing? So, well, it depends what it is. I mean, if it was mean, a
0: Malukin, I would take thirty-two. Thirty-two? I would <laughs> take thirty-two Malukins. I would it's take
1: thirty-two Ruffies. Yeah, but before we the the. Does, do you know Scott what is the what is the average clutch side of a of a malukan does anybody know
2: have you seen a malukan so, egg Scott what are they like <laughs> <laughs> here's the here's the thing
0: For, from most of what you're going to see with malukan clutches and how I know nobody's really got this narrowed down to a, a full science is there's not a whole lot of really full good clutches Mm. There's a a lot of shit clutches. There's a lot there's of slugs. Yeah, there's a lot of slugs. It's even the ones that have had a couple of times success. Um, nobody in the U.S. has had a good clutch, uh, to my knowledge. I Was mean, there's there a few guy people in
1: Maryland that, that did it. Mark Bell, Mike Bell,
0: Mike Bell. He supposedly he. <laughs> I don't want to, actually, I don't want to put anybody up. Supposedly, he, he is the one that someone thinks has the most Malukans in the country or something. There, There's rumors of someone who has, like, 40 Malukans. Mike has done it before.
2: Mike, I, I know, to Mike. It has a ton of And I talked to
0: Mike, and I yeah. it, it might be he kept any babies he bred, but, um, you know, he, he hasn't done it in a while. And, uh, you know, there wasn't, it, it's a pain in the ass, like. When I, when I started trying to ask people who had done it to talk to them and get a dialogue, either I couldn't get in contact with them, which was some people. A lot, most people talked to me. Right. Or there's some people that did it a while back, but they really didn't know what they did. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, just right, got I
0: had success, like but I don't remember. Yeah, yeah exactly. Caponetto's, I mean, he only had, what, three good eggs or some small number, I think,
3: Yeah.
0: once. So his, his data is small, but like... Or it's or it's they kind of know like uh, I talked to Chad when he did it and he knew what he did basically but again it wasn't a, it was successful but it wasn't a huge full healthy clutch of success so I have to take that with a grain of salt when I I see
2: it you know I forgot so, Chad you know it's another it's another male that I've raised to sell to go on <laughs> to become a fantastic breeder for somebody else yeah see you that can doesn't hurt females. at all doesn't hurt oven. at all yeah just <laughs> you give everybody else son a of a bitch i forgot about chad <laughs> salt in the wound you know that yeah, hurts <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll we'll start with this we'll start with this part because i think this kind of you know we can segue into the breeding of these rare species and like you know uh now that we're going through this COVID 19 stuff um this this uh Open letter on requested ban of international live wildlife trade came down from PJAC uh, Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, I guess it was last Tuesday. And um, I mean, we've all talked about this. Um, we've talked about it on the show. Scott, I've heard you talk about it on our show, on other shows. Um, just about the idea that eventually you know they're gonna try to close oh that sounds like a nice cocktail
0: that's going on over there i don't know just just pouring some. Just, just, don't, just don't mind me keep talking just pouring some more woodford reserve double yeah. barrel don't worry jesus anything
1: that has a cork in it man yeah i mean <laughs> it's just yeah i mean
2: this is so much better than the christmas episode where i'm like barely talking as you hear more and more ice and stuff like yeah go ahead
1: but so. this is something that we've, you know, we've talked about and trying to get these uh, species that, uh, you know, people like so much uh, or yeah. want to work with eventually at some point to try to get them established in captivity. Um, it's sort of, you know, I, a lot of people have banged this drum. Scott, you're one of them. You know, Nick has done this. We've talked about this, uh, you know, where everybody gets wrapped up in these morphs and everything. And, they're, you know, like, what combo can I make and all this stuff? You know we're forgetting about establishing species that you know could be lost to herpticulture forever i mean yeah. you know what i mean like uh and we've seen it with uh importation of retics you know that that shut down which you know i'm not i don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing bad thing point. yeah you know i don't you know i don't know that's the species that uh is one of those things where you know I, I don't want to say that people can't have them, but at the same time, you know, ninety
2: percent of the has... people that do shouldn't. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, correct. it's so, it's one of those things you don't take it. it, it it's you don't think about it. it it's like the forty dollars sulcata tortoise. You don't realize just how much, or people don't realize just how much that care that animal's going to need in space and things like that. So see, tortoises are hassles, people. Don't get
0: it. Oh, I'm. We have a small one, and she's a fucking diva and a half. So how She destroys her inside. She destroys her inside enclosure.
2: uh, uh.
1: Until
0: it's time to go outside.
2: Scott, do you know about Mort? He should at this point. Who's which one's Mort? Oh, it's my sulcata tortoise that I adopted, and I had no (laughs) say (laughs) in. It must have been the missus. Oh, oh. Uh, he, he was abandoned and needed us. And I said, I don't want it. And she said too bad. And I'm like, well, that's the end of that conversation. So yeah. Yeah. We can't go down this road. No, we can't. We
0: we can have six hours of conversations on this. I get blamed for one of the talks, but I got a Husky, we got a Husky here and this.
2: I, no, Scott. Scott got a dog, and then he ended up getting another dog for the dog who needed a buddy. And, so, well, and I'm watching you, this happen, and I'm like, Scott, what are you doing? <laughs> stop! So stop. You don't.
0: You don't know the story of Odin, though. The the story of Odin's actually pretty funny, and it's not that long. Okay. You want so, Please. We, so as Odin said, we we have the one dog. We have the husky. She has isolation anxiety, as you guys know, but listeners, some of the listeners don't. Yeah. She has isolation anxiety, pain in the ass, dealing with it, dealing with it. We decided to uh, take the gamble and see if a second dog would help because the certain things made us think that would help. Do not do this. If your dog has separation anxiety, I don't recommend this unless, I mean, if you want to ask me why, message me and ask me why. There were certain indicators that made us think we could make this work. So we go to the SPCA up here, which is right down the road. And at the time, we were we actually went there to look at a boxer that was there because I had a boxer uh, years ago who I loved, and um, so that dog was getting adopted. So we so we're like ah shit. So we walked through. <laughs> here's this little dingo looking husky mixed looking white. He looks he actually looks like a small white shepherd. Oh, you guys have seen him on yeah, Facebook.
3: Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So here's here he is at the SPCA. Our first sight of him is he's I don't know if he was fixed yet. He's standing there, he's got a mouthful of the blanket they have in with him, and he's air humping this the air.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she falls in love with him.
2: Because oh, yeah, he's yeah. got the
0: hussy tail and he is he's actually adorable. He's an island rescue dog, so I'm like, oh fuck, this dog's gonna be, you know, not trained, like it's gonna be a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't get them. A week goes by We we go out and do some stuff the next weekend. She's like, oh, maybe we'll stop by. And see if that dog still there. So we're coming up the road and I, I go, I'm coming up on the, the turn for it. And I said, did you really want to go see that dog? If that dog was still there. And she goes, yeah, if you want to. So I was like, well, I don't know. So I, I go past the turn and she looks at me. <laughs> I guess you don't want to go see that dog, so I turn around.
3: (sighs) We had we had
0: Kai with us, and uh, so we go see him, and yeah, he was uh he he was that day we brought him home. And actually, he turned out to be he's he was about one year old, so he's a puppy. He was a pain in the dick for a little while, but he's Mm -hmm. to be fair, he's actually fantastic. He's Kai's best friend, and he was the the missing puzzle piece we needed to be able to actually leave the house without our dog freaking the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought that was funny that you said that. Cause like, like I said, it's, I get blamed for one of the cats that we have. Who's annoying, but yeah. uh, the first time we saw Odin, it's always the funny story. how He's just sitting there <laughs> air humping this blanket with his, a mouthful of this blanket. He's perfect. Hilarious. Really? Really? This one. <laughs> oh, well, he's a good boy. He's curled up right next to me actually right now.
2: So awesome. Anyway, um, where the hell were we, Eric? Tangent. All right, back on the PJ. Yeah, back on the P-jack. back of the track. I don't know P-jack. what are your
0: guys' thoughts on this. The
1: whole thing about
0: uh...
2: well, how long have they been threatening that eventually those borders were going to close? I, I mean, this the is problem something. Problem is now we have COVID That's happened.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I just Eric like how it... saw, Eric saw my thoughts in the in the group chat. Okay. And um, here's the thing: as Owen said, for decades now, it's been the threat of stupid shit. S- up until six months ago, I would have said not a chance to hell anything's ever happened. You might lose – it would have been based on other countries. Like right. uh, Madagascar is going to shut down or something. You know what I mean? Sure. Yep. Up until, that was up until six months ago. I now am going to – I almost want to be like Babe Ruth calling the shot and be like we're going to lose imports here because – and here's why. The economic hit right now the country's taking mm. based on wildlife – is huge. So politics is going to overreact. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. If you look at Florida, all the shit with Florida, they try to do is always based off, off of bad science.
3: Yep.
0: This isn't like this. It's a real thing. Like diseases that do eventually go from an animal to a human. Sure. Or something like that. They're not going to care that this came from a bat. They're not going to care what this came from. They're going to go fucking wild. And I, I, Think it's going to end bad for us? I, I don't know, but like I said, up till six months ago, not a shot in hell. I would I would have said this now, yeah. seeing the way things have gone, I would be very surprised if they don't shut down international exotic pet trade. Uh,
2: at some yeah, point. I mean it's when it comes to certain things, like uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they. I mean, we've all gotten the things from, you know, uh, insert name here from such and such place. And he's offering you 10,000 Euromastics and a box of spotted genets. And you're like a box of genets. Like I, I don't understand. So, I don't even or, know what
1: genet like, is. Owen, oh, well, Google,
2: have fun. No, it's, um, but it's like that, where it's like, this is an animal that you don't know what this guy's health records are or credentials and this, that, and the other thing. So uh, in theory, you'd say that it would stop, those kinds of things where it's the, the dudes who run out of the bush and grab it and do nothing to make sure that the animal's healthy, throw it in a box and send it. But like Bowling's hatch things. I mean, that's <laughs>
0: whoops. Did I see that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> whoops. I mean, it's whatever, Um but that's, kind of how it goes. Like You would hope they would shut down that, but they're not going to pinpoint it that way. Like, they're not going to take the trouble to try to make sure that they they exactly hit that. They're just going to do a blanket ban, and then we're going to have to fight to get things back. Like First thing we're going to have to fight to get back is breeder to breeder. Like, you know, uh, Nick's international shipments from Paul. Like, we're going to have to do that, and there's probably going to be a ton more restrictions and that kind of stuff now of, you know, vet records and this, that, and the other thing. Um, well, this Demer- would
1: that out plus. It would.
2: It would. You know,
1: Bushmaster. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, Outback. It's like, you know, but here's the thing. It's like, this is not anything new. And this is something that if you're, if you're behind the veil, you've seen this coming. Because, like, when people believe that Savannah monitors in the United States have a breeding season, they don't. That's just when the babies come in. So if you're if you watch carefully, babies come in in like November, but then like everybody's like, oh my eggs hatched in December, and that's bullshit. Like that's yeah. Yeah. no, and that that same thing happens with Nile monitors and other things like that, and they bring in a ton of baby lizards and shit like that, and you, you got to think about that kind of stuff. Where
1: I, I'm kind I'm always torn with this because I I think like part of me thinks like think of ball pythons like Mm. you really need to be importing ball pythons but
2: there could be a new project
0: out there eric no so here's the here's the interesting perspective on that actually because you guys know me yeah you guys know me i normally i'm the first person that says you don't fucking need any more ball pythons you're fucking (laughs) stupid
1: it's the people that collect them
0: right but in in a in a thread that I actually said that shit somewhere. Yeah. Stephen Tillis jumped in and okay. he said, "Listen, I've been there. Right. I'll be honest with you. I think if the trade goes away, the ball pythons actually go extinct." Holy balls! Because because it because it it, it the economics of it switches from the pet trade to now they're gonna eat the motherfuckers. Now, they're not going to go extinct, obviously, because they're fucking everywhere in the U.S., but you, you understand what I'm saying. Yes.
3: They'll
2: be extinct yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: in the wild. It, their their population in the wild would just get destroyed because now the economics of it are away from making money on the trade to...
1: Skin trade, probably, too. Right? Or, yeah, like skin that, yeah. trade,
0: switch yeah. between skin. Although, I'll tell you what, maybe a good side of it would be a skin trade will go away if COVID, yeah. that well, everything happens. Guarantee you. the skin I mean, trade. Anything with animal parts will go away.
2: Well, you got to think about it this way: is how I, we don't really kind of focus on that, but how much? How many times do you think herpticulture, U.S. herpticulture, has devastated a wild population of, like, let's say, like an island species or something like that? A lot. I mean, like, what was it? Well, uh, think of the uh, monkey tails. tails. Well,
1: yeah. Well, remember when uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Garrett. Garrett. Warner, and he was. Yeah, he was like. About, uh, You know, the the, maybe I listened to him on one of his podcasts. I don't know. he was was talking about about it here. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about how on this island, it's like this small island. Like, you can't imagine that there can be tons of of these retics on these islands. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as soon as it becomes the popular quote unquote locale, you know, they go and get just like, you know, they empty the island out.
2: Yeah. If if it's an island with, if it's an island with only, like, a, a couple hundred retics, and it becomes popular, and you go and you take 80, for all you know, you've done irreparable damage to the wild population. Like, it's...
1: Am I am I wrong to think, like, I mean, Scott, you're working with Malukans. I only have southern scrubs at this point. I'm kind of, I have none, scrub so, thing, but yeah. Like, the whole thing of, like, not really, like, I don't really push too much that I have them, because I'm... I don't... I, it kind of sounds almost elitist to say this, but like not everybody should have them. And like, it's going to, I, I don't know. I, I'm thinking out loud with this. So
0: if I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm glad you went here. Keep so keep rolling, keep rolling. But,
1: but you're going to like have this all of a sudden, this drive to go and work with this species that really people may not be on the level to really work with or really understand exactly what is entailed to keep this species. I mean, if people that are, you know, have l- tons and tons of experience are having trouble establishing these species, do you really think that some kid that just got on Facebook, and, you know, has a thousand bucks that he's willing to spend is going to be able, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking out loud, but, like, I, I, I don't know. It's almost like you want to try to, like, keep it under wraps until you yeah. have a established Captive born uh, bred population in
2: this. Yeah, dude, I'm going to leave all the white-lip groups on that because I swear to God, if I see one more where it's like the, there's a strange bump on my white-lip's head, what do I do? And I'm like, what? <laughs> or it's the, like, oh, it, it was soaking in its own pee for three days, and now it's got these blisters on it. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, it's, there's dude, a lot the white,
0: of this- The white-lips are funny because right now they're suffering because of, yeah. They've gone viral so easily with good uh, pictures of them. Chills me. Sure. I mean, because they're, they're cool. stunning snakes they're and gorgeous. when people get great pictures of them, it goes viral. You see it everywhere.
2: Yeah. But they're and psychotic at the same time. I don't
0: understand. <laughs> listen to me on every single podcast. I've spoken about white lips and I say the same thing. I love them and I fucking hate them
2: at the same time. Because yep. Because <laughs> You're right. There are a
0: lot of good ones, but man, when they suck they suck, suck. Yeah, and yeah. not only that they're a next level of care like yeah. they poop more you got to keep them hydrated the like
2: maybe has got to be up or they will yeah like it's, it's different
0: time. so like yeah. it's not as easy as other stuff you can't just go out and buy one and be like i'm gonna keep this snake just like i keep my ball python yeah it works in tubs actually pretty well but like mm. they are a different animal like and People don't realize that because they see the pictures online how nice they look. That's hey, that's what suckered me in fucking eighteen yeah. years ago or whatever it was that when I got my first one.
2: They can I, also very easily get overweight or too big. I mean, dude, they, and their they, metabolism's easy. weird. Like yeah. growing them up, when you grow them
0: up, it's like they grow fast and like they can they use in those calories.
2: to cut it. Yeah,
0: but like there's yeah there's that weird point where like they digest fast, so you think their metabolism's fast. But mm-hmm. like you said, they get overweight real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that's why everyone's got monster idiots. <laughs> that's where
2: I keep, that's where I kept messing up. It's all of a sudden it's things 18 feet long. Like now it's, um, yeah. it's like that. So it's it, it just, it's one of those next levels where if you look at all the proven breeding, um, black phase and white and gold phase, they're, they're not huge. They're not yeah. big animals. Cause you got to think about where they're from and how these things got to be up in the trees or they're dead. So they're a lean-body, large-headed python. Yeah.
0: I'm glad Eric brought that up, though, is the fact that yeah. here's the thing. At this point, in the last six months, everything has changed.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Things may shut down. We may not get anything else in the country at some point here in the next 12 months, 16 months. Who knows when they would do it? But if you have just... One Malukan scrub, one mm. Bolines. Maybe it's time to get those animals into the hands of the people
2: that can do it. Yeah, but how many people do you think are going to be sitting there and do the whole? Well, I'm the person to breed this because I mean, how, there are tons of people on these white lip groups who are. I need a gold face or I need a black face for my male or my female, and it's like, well, what have you guys bred before? Cornish. Well,
0: Everyone nothing. wants. And it's, everyone wants to. My favorite is who? Who's a a white lip breeder? Ryan. And it's a. It's basically
2: like a list of two to three hmm. people. Ryan and then Chad, and yeah, then yeah, Chad and then uh, uh, Tom, Tom Kilgore. There you go. I and would, that's say, a, I would say that's I say
0: three. That's it. That's it. Everybody because else got lucky. You, and yeah, anyone else who's only bred them once. You're not a breeder, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I kind of go with the whole thing of you're not really a breeder until you've bred a second generation of the animals you produced. Yep. But Ryan, at this point, is by far he's crushing it. This, yeah. yeah. So, like, when they're like, "I need a breeder," and I'm like, "Well, there's really a short list because I don't. I think Chad. Chad's. I don't. Is Tom
2: working with Chad? Sold his. Tom, I think just sold. His. I'm not sure if he still has some and he's just kind of keeping it low, but uh, he had a pair of gold phase, uh, proven pair of gold phase at Daytona. Yeah. Um, My
0: favorite is they ask for a breeder and everyone starts giving importers, and I'm like, no. Well, I don't. And I want to say that
2: Dan has a ton of adults, and I'm not sure if he's breeding them at his farm over in Indo and then importing the babies. Like yeah, I don't know what Dan's doing, but if 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 I were Dan, that's what I would be doing. Because why? It's gonna work better over there. Fucking it. so. It's like, um. But it, it, I heard that he said
0: that uh, seven of the nine are like almost all of the farms will not survive COVID.
2: Probably not. I mean, so the it, price on everything's gonna go up. Of course, dude. The price is already going up. Blackface white Lips went from five hundred bucks a piece to. Twelve hundred dollars for babies imports, yeah, which is gonna and, make them
1: even more. Salty.
2: And it's gonna <laughs> kill me because I have a lone male that's sitting here going, "What do we do now, boss?" And it's like nothing. Well, you do nothing. This is so. sort of
1: uh, this is sort of my feeling, and you know this um, mm-hmm. uh, because you're in the chat with me and Riley. But um, oh, and yes. you, you know, um, I told Riley because he has a male pop one, and I have a female. Yeah, I lost my male. So I'm sending him my female. Yeah,
2: dude. That's how,
1: you know, the hope is, is that, you know, he's going to be able to, you know, because he's going to establish it and breed it. And, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, but um, but but yeah, like because otherwise, who else, who else, who in the country, who in the U.S., it's the same thing. I can think of three people off the top of my head that have. Breeding pairs of uh, poplin pythons, but that's carpets, the thing where it's like
2: Poplins. you got to understand where it's like, and they're people, not olives. <laughs> they're not olives, but you got to understand it's like people. You know, hire it, it. It's not something new to send an animal to somebody who's actually going to have success. I mean, KJ got the Dunai, and what was he going to do? Sit there and be like, "Oh, I hope one day I'll get a Dunai." No, he sent it to Ryan because Ryan had the Dunai and Ryan could do it, and they produced the Dunai. And then Nick sent him a Dunai, and now Ryan's got two clutches of eye on under At his belt. At this
0: point, we should ask Ryan what he needs. Well, he, what of do the you rare want, Ryan? Ryan, we'll what send, do you need? Someone send
2: it to him. <laughs> Whatever he needs, send it to him. Yeah. Ryan, how many buildings these would, these would you like, and how, what do we have to do to get it for you? God damn. It's. I mean, Scott, send him the Malukans. See, that's just going to set him back. <laughs>
1: so i guess like you know i you know so so you have that whole thing that comes into play which kind of fits into this whole idea of of breeding these difficult species because well sometimes breeding difficult species is just because like you guys said some of them suck you know and i've said this before you know we all love like the way certain species look and we dream of like working with them but then you work with them and you realize that they You know, well, these are why these aren't that popular because they kind of (laughs) suck. Well, hey,
2: (laughs) (laughs) dragon rat snakes are the most beautiful snakes out there. I will never work with them because I don't want to have to do the whole. Well, you have to feed it live tadpoles and pass. Like it's no. Yeah, to me, that's
1: not something that you would ever want to. I mean, how do you work? It's not feasible for me. Captive, born and bred animal that, you know, is going to be at a reptile show. If that's, I
2: mean, I don't know. If you're a frog breeder, it probably works out great. I am not that. <laughs> so I cannot do that. So it's, it's just the way it is. I mean, and...
1: I'm only I, breeding these frogs so I can...
2: Th- I'm only breeding these frogs so I can feed them to my snake. Yeah, like, no, I can't. I can't become good at breeding frogs just to keep a snake. Like, it's... But but it's just the way it is. Where It's like, I, I almost wish that rarer species would be bred, but I also wish that some people would understand that you're not the person to breed it. And what you're doing is holding on to a male or female that should go to somebody who can produce it.
1: Yeah. Even if they kick you back half of the clutch, I that's mean, fine. <laughs> that's fine. You know, a pair or a couple pairs pairs, whatever. whatever it but I it's mean, just like,
2: everybody thinks they're the wizard on it. And it's, uh, well, it's, some people I, might get lucky and some people I are really it, passionate. But I,
1: I think it goes back to, I don't know what show I said this on either, but like the whole idea of, you know, in order to have any kind of credibility, I think people are led that they need to work with um, a specific species. And all of a sudden you'll have credibility because you're working with this, this species, or whatever the, that species would be.
2: Yeah, but they work with it. But then they also post everything. I mean, Scott has white lips and Malukins, and he barely posts anywhere. You know, it's well. That's nice of you, because I feel like I post a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, but <laughs> so. you're not you're not the kind of person that. Well, I think you should be the kind of person that people are talking about when it comes to like scrub care and white lips and things like that. But you're not the oh. you're not the word that you're not the name that rolls off the tongue. It's always. Oh. You're somebody a else go-to who guy. <laughs> what?
1: You're Shut my up. Go to guy Scott. I mean, if i think Maloukin, no, he should Scott. be.
2: That's what I'm saying. Is he should be because he's got gorgeous cages. He's got those huge perches in there. They're both great looking animals, and he did better with malukins than I ever freaking did. So you know, it's like he should be the kind of person they go to. But I'm pretty sure they go to somebody who has one malukin in an aquarium in like their apartment that they kept for maybe two months. No, not for Malookans. There's not
0: enough uh, of them. Okay. No, that ain't happening with Malookans. There's a short list. I'm on it. I promise you. <laughs> Believe me, by the messages I get, I'm still on the list of I, I Everyone's like, what? everyone's like, can I get on the list? I'm like, no. What I'm, list? I, I may never produce these. Man. It's not that easy. It's not, that's a thing that people don't understand with, and actually I made this mistake when I was younger and that's how I ended up with a wild caught white lip was I not everything is bred. There's not a breeder for everything. There's just yeah. not there's right. people trying. There's probably someone in the country or the world trying for everything, but there's not a breeder for everything. That's why I try to tell people with white lips. And that's what happened to me when I got my first white lip, I walked into the pet store and I've been this. That's how you know how long I've been this asshole that I like different things It's 18 years. Cause I had a, I had a ball python, a boa, and and IJ mm-hmm. and I walked in the pet store. Like, ah, I want something different, man. Like I want something not everybody else has. And my friend Todd said, "Oh, is there's a there's white lip pythons on the list?" And that is pretty cheap. I'm like, "Oh, sure." And then, well, no, I went home first that night and Googled white lip python and hmm. did what everyone else does now. Holy fuck, that's a beautiful snake, right? Well, well <laughs> I I was young and stupid. I thought everything was a baby. I thought everything was bred. Well, he calls me a week later and says your snake's here because he it's fucking big. Oh my like, what, dude! This thing—it wasn't actually. Oh, and you—you and I have definitely seen bigger white lips because you had bigger ones, but it was probably. I have six, a bigger six, one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was it, it was, it was, This was a wild caught female, about yeah. six and a half, six and a half foot. You know, yeah. nothing stupid, but dude, just insane, yeah. insane. I mean, and we've both had bad white lips, but this was like, and she never old. would stop hitting the glass. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I think that's what happens now is, like, people are like, who breeds this? And it's like, you don't understand. There's things that people don't breed. Like, yeah. people have gotten lucky with Malukins. And there's two, I can think of two off the top of my head that maybe have had more than one stroke of luck. Um, but there's not a whole lot of lucky people out there right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a fucking, it's a nightmare. But...
1: Well, when you look at um, a lot of these species that uh, most of them, at least if we're talking pythons, are coming from Indonesia. And, like, yeah. for the most part, the temp varies very little from season to season. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between, like, the longest day and the shortest day, I think, is, like, 48 minutes. Um, So, the main variable is not temp or air pressure, but it really comes down to rainfall, dry season, rainy season, you know. Food, yeah. uh, So, when you think about that, you kind of think, like, well, what would be triggering this, you know, why, why isn't this species breeding, you know, like the rest of my pythons are? Like, why aren't they breeding, like, my jungle carpets or, you know.
0: Dude, dude, let me tell you something. It, it drives me crazy because I got the mm-hmm. jungles, right?
3: Yeah.
0: And not to brag, but like jungles in my setup and how I do things and like maybe why I am a bit of a dick in jungle discussions when people want to talk is because like I don't do anything. I just put them together. I know when to put them together from what I see. Right. They, they do what they got to do. Right. I have my room so dialed in and it's. Um, I, let me knock on what does I say this it's fucking easy it's fucking easy yeah like for, for me not for now everyone's room's different There's certain things in my room that I found uh like mossy leaftail geckos did shitty in my room uh you know things like this. not every room is created equal but for me right. and my setup and how I have things tuned jungles are dude it's for me right now it's easy I put them together at the same time of the year I I don't watch them. Like everyone's like, "Oh, my snake locked up twelve times." I don't. I don't see a single lock anymore because I don't pay attention. <laughs> right. Soon, soon it laid eggs this year, and I'm letting her incubate. I didn't see him for a week until I fucked with her. Like I just, I knew they laid. Right. And uh, have, about. Two-
2: have you ahead. changed? Yeah, like like like. This is how I know I've changed, and I know Eric changed. Like Scott, have you changed from like? This is your however many number clutched of jungles and you're like, Oh, eggs. Like you are like, and you're like back on with the rest of my day where in the past the world would have stopped and you would have been like measuring out substrate like grain <laughs> at a time and made sure everything was dialed in. Like I made sure the incubator was plugged in and then I just chucked them in there and I'm like, yeah, it's, has that changed for you?
0: <laughs> Hundred percent. I don't okay. pay attention anymore. <laughs> Eggs are laid as long as I usually let the female do it because I don't. I don't breed my stuff a lot. A lot. I try not to. And so if the female's doing it, yeah. Like I. I don't even. I don't pay attention. Uh, until they hatch, and I don't have to pay attention because once it gets to like day 55, Val will be checking for me. Trust me. <laughs> baby season, dude. She doesn't fucking care about jungles. She hates jungles, but she like just the babies.
2: Yeah, she loves
0: baby season. So like she she's the one who told me uh, sooner or late eggs. I got a text at work, and she's like, Oh, sooner dropped her eggs. She's wrapped around them. I can't see them, but she's definitely uh beehive. And then, like I said, same thing happens all the time. She'll walk in the room in the morning or something. She'll come back in and say, Oh. She's loosened up. There's heads popping out.
2: Mm. It's sooner it late eggs. Scott's reply is sooner was gravid. <laughs> like <yeah. laughs> no, was, no, no. I knew that was
0: that was that was with Calypso like three years ago. Oh, okay, <laughs> that was a fuck up. No, I knew she was gravid this year. She was I I this year. That was when we moved in the new house and some things were going on. And I was like ah, and then fucking I put spark with Calypso for 24 hours. That was it. Yeah, that was it. And I yeah. took him out and said, you know what, fuck this. We just moved. I don't. I bred her the year before. I'm not doing this. <laughs> and we, a couple months, couple months later, I'm looking at her one night like, fuck, she looks heavy on that perch. Yeah. And uh, I took her out for something, and I'm, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, Val, okay. come here. She, she, <laughs> my wife comes in, and she's like, um, yeah, she's fucking huge. And she laid eggs the next day.
2: Yep. Wow. It's, that uh... was accidental. The caramel uh, clutch I just had, where it's like um, the caramel jag combated with the exanic male, which first led me to believe that something was wrong with that pair because a boy and a girl don't combat. So I threw the caramel jag in with my female caramel just to see. And I I'm like, I'm like, air, just go in there. And I come back down and they're locked. And I'm like, shit, no, I didn't want to actually. So yeah. It can the only happen, time
1: uh, the only time I pay attention to locks is when I have a uh, an unproven pair or an unproven one of the sex you know yeah like that makes A sense. proven one because then I feel like okay <laughs> at least it's a pair so
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah and all the adults here for the most part I know what they are so I'm like yeah right, right. that makes sense though like yeah if you if you don't know and you want to see sure yeah, but, but to segue but the segue to what Eric was getting at was yeah. It pisses me off because fucking jungles. I have I have jungles where it's that where it's it's like uh, it's my thing, and then you got the Malukans, which just fuck with my head year in and year out now.
2: But now every year, do you, do you change things every year, or do you just try to keep it consistent every year to get them onto the same beat?
0: I've moved further towards keeping the same. If I
2: make okay. a change,
0: I try to do a small change, and it's yeah. weird because like you guys were talking about Ryan and. Um, Nick, fucking Nick messaged me like a month ago about something to do with scrubs. And he's he, him and Ryan and both said like, Oh, like, you know, I feel positive about you. Cause like, like little change and, and mm-hmm. being consistent, I feel like you're going to have success. But then I'm friends with fucking Keith McPeak too, who like will make these long posts. And it's like, fuck, this motherfucker is thinking on a whole nother level.
2: You can't but get on Keith level. No, he you built guys a tunnel. Know Keith? Like, I love <laughs> yeah. Keith. And like, <laughs> He, he built a tunnel for his mail to go yeah, in between. Like, no, that's a different he's, level. He's the opposite where
3: it's,
0: <laughs> there's a lot of things, but it's too much change sometimes for me. Like, so I've moved away from making changes to, at this point, I'm not even dropping temps in the cages. Mm. Um, other, other than now, other than uh, my normal room temp okay. uh, changes, but um, I'm doing less changes. Like I, I She's in a cage. I'd like to put her in a bigger cage, but at this point, I'm not moving her because I don't want to fuck up the like you said, just consistency yeah, of things. Thing. I'd like to I'd like to put them together for the whole year, but I can't. It's
2: it's weird though. God, I mean, it's weird though because like I was not getting the olives, and then I watched a bunch of videos from the guys over in Australia, and they were talking about how far they drop theirs, and I realized that I have not dropped mine. Anywhere near those temperatures, because I was dropping them to normal uh, Python temps. You know, 70. it's 70, whatever. They're dropping them down close to 50, and I'm like, holy shit! So this year, I like well, unplugged everything and let them go down low, and I got eggs. But what's so, weird about
1: that is that you yeah, don't get that cold in the. It doesn't. Get I
2: know. In the Outback, it doesn't. But it, it's. I don't know. I really don't know, but it's, that's, See, that, the that's it a works. good
0: segue into something I did want to bring up. And I feel like it's not discussed anywhere. Mm. Although I heard Eric mention it on one of the podcasts you did recently, which by the way, he did a fantastic job. It was a whole bunch of stuff that like I've thought of for a while <laughs> and you were saying it all. And I was like, I was like, fuck this motherfucker. I love what he's saying.
1: I'll drink to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just took a drink. But anyway, um, yeah, what the fuck? What were you saying? I just fucked it up. I just forgot what I was going to say. What oh, did you just... say? Oh, about... oh. Yeah. Got yeah, so something I feel like really has not been discussed is microhabitats, microclimates. Yes. yes. And that is huge and could be part of the key for rare species to read them. Because, for instance, I don't fucking know fuck all about Malukans in their natural habitat for how they use their habitat.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: What I mean by that is, I can look at all the climate data I want, and I have. Believe me, <laughs> people said people send me, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, I fucking have seen all this little climate data sites. It's yes, I've seen it. Now I say this because it. You guys mentioned how drop in their temperatures those those species temperatures uh someone who is has been successful a couple times malukins drops them down to about 60 right okay i do that to get them to breed easily like the first couple times of the year uh our downstairs gets to low 60s okay. i'll put my malukins into a tub like a big a big tote tub uh that we got mm-hmm. and i'll bring them downstairs and sit them in the living room while we watch tv And every year, every year, like clockwork, Midas is like on. He's like, let's breed. Now, the cage isn't that cold, but I've brought them down to the temperature, and then I'll put them back in her cage, and he locks her up every year, almost like clockwork. I know people do bring them down colder. Now, I say this because when you look at the climate data of the islands the Malukans are from, there's not – the temperatures, just like you said, aren't that low. Yeah. But – how are they using the habitat? Are they in some rocks somewhere? Are they in the trees? I mean, Molucans are semi-arboreal. But also, you have to consider, and I had this conversation with uh, Chris Foley and Ryan Young years ago on uh, a really Python forum. You have to consider where the weather data is coming from. Yes. A yeah. lot of these places, the weather data is coming from where the people are, which is the city. Right. you don't realize how big of a change you can get in weather up in the mountains where the snake might be. Depending on the species, it's all different, of course. Right. And um, But there might be a big difference in weather and where that snake is compared to where the data is coming in, you know, so the websites or the online stuff. So the challenge with the Malucans right now is uh, – I don't have an Ari Flagel going over there. <laughs> fucking, I'll, just, I'll tell you what, those motherfuckers don't give him enough credit, man. No,
2: they do not. Man. God, no. you are
0: getting fucking data up the ass straight from a goddamn female on eggs, like where she is and all that. Like, he, it's Yeah, it's priceless for those guys, and you don't have that from Lukens. And believe me, I, me and Val have looked at traveling to where they're from, and it's, it's just not something that – I don't know, maybe I'll start looking again, but the last time we looked it just some. it wasn't something feasible for our lifestyle. Like mm. we can't like Ari has talked about sometimes trying to fly in and fly out. Right. Yeah. You might be stuck for 2 weeks. We can't do that. Right. Yeah. You know, we have we have life here. So we have to get back to the dogs and and work and all that. I I can't I can't go to this island and be like, oh, the plane can't get back today. <laughs> oh, it can't <laughs> get back this week. <laughs>
2: what right, was it? You know it, was what a, I mean? it was a Cameron from Bushmaster. He's like, you know, I was supposed to leave the island or whatever, like
0: yeah.
2: a week, and the boat kept not coming. And it's like, oh, yeah. So it's. It, and the Malucan
0: yeah. Islands are exactly like that from everything I read. Um, if there's somebody out here who listens to this and, and has a way that it's not, let me know because I'll fucking sign up uh, ASAP. But uh, we looked into it because she was looking. We were looking into vacation somewhere, and she looked up prices for resorts there, and the prices for like nice resorts there were cheap. I mean, yeah. per night, really cheap. Right. But getting in and out or paying the dick, and then also you got to deal with uh, a lot of power outages and shit like that, which right Would you depends who you Florida? are can be a pain.
1: Is that how it goes?
0: I'd have to look again. It probably. Probably, yeah. Take a horrific that's, bus trip or something. From well, Dakota? at some point you're on a, at some point you're on a puddle jumper to, to the Malucan islands. Right. And that's where the real problem comes in that because those puddle jumpers are like, like Ari said, and like others have said, uh, who knows
2: what the schedule could be. And they might not be able to fly and weather and such and such. And
0: exactly. Yeah. You know, usually when we do a vacation, we're scheduled to get back. A certain day I'm gonna go back to work. She's gonna go back to work. I, you know, I can't, I can't right. spend a whole another week on
2: the you'd other have side to, of the world. Yeah, you'd have to leave a like three day buffer just in case something goes wrong. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I
1: say this. I, you know. You know. Owen, you you experienced this, but like you know. Yes. When so I've been to three different climates of carpet pythons that that have been. Yes. And I can't tell you how different the three of them are, but yet they're you know they all breed kind of the same like when we were in you know we talk about all the time about humidity and all this stuff but i can tell you firsthand that it was humid as shit yes where the jungles are at oh. i mean it was straight up humid like it had to be 80 percent humidity does that matter
0: well Obviously let, me <laughs> let me ask you this let right. me ask you this yeah we all know how close genetically they are to coastals at this point. If you yeah. go down into some coastal territory, like where does it get dry? Does it matter that much?
1: I don't. Well, no. It was still humid. It wasn't as humid, but like when I would, so we went and saw that coastal in Brisbane, and mm. that was much cooler uh, than when we were up in the gelatin territory. I mean, the humidity was different. They, like, we even went, when we walked into uh, where we found the cassowary, when we went there, the humidity there was even more, like, I was drenched in sweat. That's how, and then within, but just walking, I think we walked, like, maybe a mile, and then all of a sudden the environment changed. It was completely different.
0: Well, well it was and I think, night and I day think carpets, in Darwin. Yeah, I think carpets are the worst species to discuss this because they're yeah. that adaptable.
2: I would agree. I know.
1: I, I understand that, but I'm just talking as far as like um, micro,
0: micro habitat, micro environments, micro
1: habitats, these environments, and just like how different. Now, when we're up in the Darwin Territory, it's just dry and hot.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. right? That's, but then that's all it is, it's just. But dry then you didn't see the animals until the sun went down and it got close to seventy, and it was cool. Like, so dude. If, yeah, we would be dying, and then the sun would go down, and I'd be like, "Oh, I can keep walking." But like I was this close to being like, "I want to die." To all right, now we're good. Like it, that's just the way it is.
1: Very few animals that we see, really. During the heat, like the major heat of the day.
2: Lizards, most of the lizards and yeah. mammals we saw were during the daytime. Even time. that
1: was undercover. I yeah. Mean, most of that we were walking through, like at least there were trees above us where the sun was yeah. shining right down. But I mean, like wherever the sun was, just like the sun, like yeah. We do you remember anything?
2: Uh, the 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 flying foxes. The entire colony was in that group of trees underneath the creek because it was unbearable outside of that anywhere else. Like right. it was yeah. So.
1: So, I guess, like, to me, like, okay, so if you're looking at an animal, like, from Indonesia, and even, I would say, even from the top end of Australia, Papua New Guinea, all that area, right, do you think that that maybe the reason why we're not experiencing, and this is just a thought, right, mm. we all know that Ryan has great success with breeding pythons, but he's also, like, every other day there's a snowstorm that rolls through his <laughs> area, right, yeah. Is it possible that they respond to the rainfall or the air pressure more than
2: anything? I well, mean, he might be in the right spot. <laughs> it's like...
1: This is why I'm saying to you guys, like maybe like we're trying to breed these species in the winter, right? We're trying yeah. to breed them, and we're trying to fit them into the box that we know, rather than trying to maybe... You know, like if springtime is the bet or maybe it's the summertime or whatever time of year where you experience the most precipitation in your area, maybe that's the time to do it.
2: Well you I mean you gotta think about it. If Ryan's white lip eggs are hatching now, that means they were laid two months ago. Right. So when did the female ovulate? I I don't know.
3: You want
2: me to go I mean on? Yeah, why not? But no, it's got to be. You
0: guys ever try to backtrack from when the babies come into the country to when that means they might have hatched in the wild? No, I I did. No, I have not. And you're (laughs)
2: insane. I have. um, 100%. Dear God.
0: But And it's funny because when Eric, there was another discussion in the group chat, but when Eric first asked me (laughs) to try to change the subject, which was good, I liked it. He said, how are the Molucans? Or no, someone else said, how are the Molucans? And I said, dude, I could talk for six hours. And it's, it's, I feel bad because some people might listen to this and I hope that what they get from this is the, the thought processes that go into this, Yes. but every little thing you have to look at and then make a judgment call on how you want to proceed. And I keep asking myself, all right, what's biologically needed for an animal to reproduce? Mm-hmm. It's no different from a carpet python to a scrub python to a fucking. It it should not make a difference. Biologically, you need right temp, a certain temperature, which is going to be different. It may right. be different. I mean, it's going to be different for blood python to a jungle carpet. But you need temperature. You need food intake. A uh, uh, calories. Um. And that's where, like, when Eric's like, oh, yeah, and I was like, oh, six hours of talk is because I I look at different things. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question, actually, I just thought of. Mm. Is it cheating if you use a – fuck, I've been drinking enough, I can't remember – the fucking shit you look at for uh, follicles?
2: Oh, an ultrasound?
0: Yes. Is it cheating if you ultrasound a female of a rare python?
2: No, I think it's because then you're going to at least – like, how many times do we think – Listen, I suck at finding ovulation swells, and I suck at finding gra- – like, I, I suck at it. I know I do. Well,
0: I so, suck at uh, palpating.
2: I'm yeah, terrible at it. It, it, it just – everybody's got their own hang-up. So I – like, by the way, Ryan's white lips, they probably ovulated in December or January because I just backtracked from the babies. So that's <laughs> sooner than I would have expected. So anyway um, – so it just kind of goes down to it but is that. It would have been around
1: the time that he was probably getting a lot of snow.
2: Probably. So, you know, I'm going to put my webs together and then hit him with a hose every other day. So, um, <laughs> breed, damn you. But it's, um, it, 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 it's, I don't think it's cheating because. I think it's the idea of now I'm going to make sure that the male is there because there's still room for error. They still might not breathe. They still might not. They still might go to the opposite ends of the cages and stare at each other. But at least I know that she's at that point was when he should be going in there with her. And to be honest with certain things like, Uh, rare lizards or rare turtles and stuff that might be your only chance to figure out when it's time to put the boy in. So um, I think we should all just split money and get one ultrasound that we just keep around robbing through each other.
0: I've been saying that I'm going to group message. I'm going to group chat. You you do that. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to group chat with with Chris and uh, my buddy, Dan, And I think I've said that to him at least five times. Like, can we just all put our fucking mind together? He's
2: all Chris is in Ohio now. Forget that guy. Oh, I know. You know, I know. You call me.
1: (laughs) So it's uh well, we've (laughs) talked. Me and Owen have talked about that, and I don't think it's cheating. But I think the thing that so, I, my thought is this: that there's certain things that you will learn to see without using a tool like that. That once you start using the tool you might not necessarily pick up on you know what i mean it's kind of like i kind of equate here i go again we're equating everything to playing guitar but yeah if you got a les paul as your first guitar right you're gonna play it it's gonna sound great and everything's gonna be good but like when you learn on a shitty guitar you have to You have to compensate for the fact that these strings are like, the action is so high. The one string rings out all the time. So you have to sort of like, you know, maneuver your hand in a way. You have to come up with these techniques to produce beautiful sound. Whereas with just having a Les Paul mint, you know, vintage Les Paul or whatever guitar you choose is... It's so easy to play, but, but when you go to pick up that guitar, that's the Les Paul. After you played the shitty one for three years trying to learn how to play, it's going to be that much easier
2: when you're playing on the Les Paul. Right. So sense. so we've all produced pythons. Can we please get an ultrasound? Like sure. At this point, right. At this point, we're doing okay. I don't okay. understand why the
1: guy. I don't understand why you guys don't have one.
2: I, I, do. Not you being have one. Asshole. You
1: haven't told me about. No, no, no. I'm just this saying, the, like, for guys that really are focused well, on well, trying to breed these rare species, to me, that would be, like, the, the biggest investment
0: that you could make. Because well, here's right, the thing. Part, missing, part of me wants... I've looked, them. I've looked the at reason them. I asked, The reason I asked, is because part of me wants to be, like, I'm reading the behavior enough to do it without it. That being said, it goes back to the question which you originally asked in the group chat, and you asked tonight, again, is do we think the season are we pairing them the wrong time of the season?
3: Right.
2: Also, how long is she receptive? Like, she may only be, she might be swelling, and then the time might be nigh, like, for three days.
0: I actually brought that up once with, I said, you know, we were watching a a zoo show or something, and tiger uh, receptibility is like 48 hours or some shit. They have to be within that window.
3: Yep, right, yep.
0: So what if what if there are snakes that are like that where they have to be paired and breed in this window for it all to go to play in?
3: Sure.
0: That's another yeah. thing. No, but when it, Eric is brought up and it's something I have started to consider more and more is is the timing of the season. Are we pairing them at the wrong time of the season? Unfortunately, I there's no way I can pair them up cohabbing. Uh, mm. I know the first time Helms were were bred at the zoo. They were, uh, to my knowledge, they were cohab, I believe for two years or three years or something like that. They were cohab for a while, for a while. Yeah. So that, that cohabbing to me, the reason to cohab a rare species is because of that exact question, Eric, is you don't know this. You don't know the season. Really. You're expecting the animal to line up to the, uh, pheromones and the hormones and everything to line up together. and, that to me is the reason would be the reason to cohab is mm-hmm. to have the right. animals together when they're supposed to be together.
2: Right, him to be producing viable sperm at the same time she is receptive because she might be ovulating and he might not have anything. Like and exactly. that's something else too. So,
1: so yeah, I don't go. Go ahead, Scott.
0: Well, the problem here is during the winter season when I've, I've paired them. It's, it's actually nice because as soon as you stop feeding them for a while, and I, I heard Ariana, Ari on a, on a podcast discuss this bowlings. if you're not overfeeding them and you don't feed them a lot, their food response goes way down. Mm. And I had that with Malukans during the winter. Once I stopped feeding them for a while, dude, there's no food response. You can go in and out of the cage. There's no food response during breeding season here. The problem is, now,
3: <laughs> now it's,
0: it's, it's yeah, it's gangbusters. Dude, it's I can go in that room right now, and both scrubs will be at the glass, like feeding. Yeah. So the problem is, I, and I've seen it before years ago when I kept venomous species. You know, you walk in the room the wrong night, and all of a sudden they're both on and they bite each other. Yeah. You know? that's lips. a problem. Yeah. So that's why I don't feel comfortable cohabiting them all year. So if I were to get an ultrasound like you said, you might be able to optimize what you're doing. Now, up until now, I wouldn't have given a shit. It's more of the, I want the challenge. I'd like to be able to read the animal. But the the unfortunate thing is we may run out of time here now of imports. Correct. The time we may run out of time of being able to get more blood in it, it may be important to put everything aside and we need
2: to figure this out ASAP step up the game. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would think. I mean, they're they're from an island; they're an island species. Um, I I can I, I can't imagine like, and, and really, the reason I get this idea is from from really from green trees. Mm. I mean, they breed green trees all year long, and I think it's I, I I, you know, you have to give it to green tree people like they're like just constantly paying attention to their snakes. So maybe, I don't know exactly. What it is that they that they see that they're like, oh, I'm going to try to put them together, or maybe that is just it, like, oh shit, I'm just going to put them together and see what happens.
2: Well, I mean, maybe they're such a slim-bodied snake and they are constantly sitting that certain way that it, maybe it's easier to notice the swells.
1: Well, yeah, I would I would think so too. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's a good
0: depends. Point. It depends who it is. Some of these guys probably have ultrasounds. Some don't. They might see True. certain things, and then it depends on the individual, right? Like uh, right. pro exotics, from what I remember, they they bred. And laid and hatched ball python eggs in every month of the year, because yeah. they used an ultrasound, and because certain females' cycles are different than others.
2: They oh well, they brought them in or something like that, and then they didn't try they didn't wait for the girl to get on, their, thing. They just bred her when she cycled, and they just kept going rolling with it. So yeah.
1: I think the other interesting point that um, when we were talking to Gavin that he brought yeah. up um, about. Oh, and Peli pythons breeding is the fact that you have to leave them alone. Yeah. Like, don't bother them at all.
2: He says he doesn't, he says, like, didn't he, like, he, he does the water bowl if they're, like, hidden and all the way on the opposite side of the cage. Yeah. And all he does is just duck in, throw the water, like, yeah. new yeah. water, and then leave. Like, he doesn't try feeding. He doesn't, like, he didn't do anything.
1: And, and just Stress my experience. I a big thing. I, yeah, just yeah. my experience with working with scrubs. And I've said this a million times is like, I don't care how much I'm judged or whatever. But, yeah, I move certain scrubs to tubs because I didn't want them to see me. And Dude, I wanted them fight. to calm so down. Like, yeah, you, you need to calm down. Like, let me try to establish this thing before I put it in a box so I can stare at it 24-7, you know, uh, with <laughs> big-ass window. I remember, wasn't it Dave or maybe it was Chris that had, like... When he was breeding scrubs, he had, like, the pegboard.
2: Oh, yeah, no, Chris... Fronts, right? Chris had um, neodesha cages that did not have... They were square neos, but they didn't have glass. They were just straight up, like, the same thing that the sides are made of, but they had a ton of holes drilled in them. So there was literally no way to view the animals. Um... And they were huge cages, very, very deep. And the only problem is that when you undid the cages, the scrubs learned what the sound <laughs> is of you unlocking. <laughs> so then you would move the door and a, like a 10-foot oh, scrub would just – because he had bar necks in there and oh, all the of this other stuff. And it was beyond. just – oh, yeah. And it was just like you'd just be like clip – Clip and you hear it moving in there, and you're like, I don't want to keep opening this, but I have to. And then because you you can't see the exact angle it's coming
0: at Exactly, you
2: and... and he had branches and shit in there too, so you'd be like, I'm safe here. And then you'd open it, and be like, Oh no, and like because it's up higher, and yeah, it's no. Yeah, it was, that's Chris. It was, <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I don't. It's, yeah. And then it you was, look
1: at you look at a guy like Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, how is he? I mean. He hasn't tried Malukans yet, I don't think. I don't even know if he has Malukans. He has
2: at least one. I think he might have a couple. Right. Some people just... Again, it's, it's also the... I think a lot of times with the rare species it comes into, there's a certain type of X factor that we don't consider, which is like what Eric said, where like with Ryan getting such success, is that because he lives out where he lives and he gets a ton of snow? Is Lawrence having success because that's where he lives and it's more conducive for scrubs there like it works better from ireland right yeah maybe it maybe it it rains a lot yeah maybe it just somehow clicks with them better there you know it's you know it's just like that's the way it is certain species are able to adapt or not care that much but other more rare species or less produced in captivity species still kind of rely on certain things now as those generations you know, are more and more and more, you're going to get it. It's going to be easier and easier and easier because the ones that can't adapt to captivity are going to, unfortunately, die out. You know, it's... You got to think of it kind of like ball python, but you got to understand is that ball python burned through years of uh, domestication in a very short amount of time just because of how many times they were produced, like over and over and over and over and over. So yeah, but- you got to the point where a ball python at one point was very, very difficult and now can be bred in like a 10-gallon aquarium by somebody who's barely paying attention. Yeah, but so, like most
1: of the species that breed all year round, I would say majority of them are found around the equator,
2: right? I would say so, yeah. Cause that's what it's warm as shit, and nothing which changes. Is ex-
1: which is exactly what we're talking about, right? You know what I mean? So like, I, I just don't think that with those species in particular, that temperature necessarily is. I, I, I mean, it may play a role, but I, I, my approach would not be temperature. And if
2: I think it would if, be, if, it
1: was, if I was breeding something like that, it would. I don't
2: think. It, I don't think it's temperature, but I think you got to get them to trigger on something. Cause it's like, well, sure. But maybe these is islands, maybe is these it? islands are rammed by a hurricane twice a year. I would and think it would be food. I would think food would be the best thing to do, but the problem is, is that timing,
0: you know, uh, it, timing and food.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's that's and that's where my mind is gone now. To throw that into a loophole now. Here, here's here's. Here's my two school thoughts, with the, with, especially the food thing, right? I yeah. remember listening to, to Harlan Wall. And before, like, I did a food cycle on myself. But, you know, it's usually don't feed during the winter, feed during the summer, you know, whatever. Yeah. And listening to Harlan Wall kind of really uh, hit home this whole food cycle thing more. and me we think about it. So but now let me let me throw this out here based on timing and everything else and it depends for the species it's different for different species and all that it's it's tough because in my mind i'm like all right the female needs food to breed so when does she need the food exactly but then also i so then i think like carpets like you're feeding them during the year now they're ready to breed good to go some islands and I, i forget where this this I forget where this thought process came into my head, what I was listening to or watching. Some places it might maybe, I mean, obviously the female having healthy uh, healthy body weight and all that is important. Mm. But what if late in the season is important because now you want food for the babies? Yeah. yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So it's...
1: I take that approach with the spring breeders, with the don- like, so I stumbled upon this by accident. This is the one year I wasn't producing any. It didn't seem like I was going to produce carpets. Mm. And I was talking to Casper. Mm-hmm. And when we were talking, he was like, Give her a meal. So I gave her a meal and I gave her another meal and boom, ovulation. Like it was like immediate boom. And I'm thinking, wow, that's interesting.
0: I'll do that with jungles every once in a while. I'll throw them at a January meal. Yeah. I did see the helped.
1: diamonds this year. Like I wasn't, I saw them. I saw them locked but it didn't seem like she was doing anything and I'm thinking well they breed in the spring so I would think that they would be more cons- like just like what you're saying Scott like they would be more concerned with a plentiful uh, uh, an abundance of food for both them and the babies you know especially where they're coming from where you have two seasons right dry and wet
0: and you got to remember what that's telling the the animal's body like it's not you, you got to think when she gets that late meal, that's telling her body, all right, there's a lot of food here now.
3: Right.
2: Yeah.
0: So
1: let me make, let me ask this question, Scott, because I'm not 100% sure. You've seen locks. You've seen, you know, all that kind of stuff, but you just never made it to ovulation, right? Correct. Which is mm-hmm. the same thing that happens with Bolins and other scrub pythons.
0: and Oh, know, it's, it's Somalia. Somalia, to me, right, there's like the easy breeders that are ball pythons and carpets. And then there's like this, there's like a middle level of like Savus and you could almost put white lips in this. I think white lips, if more people took Ryan's approach and like were more serious about it, right. there'd be more success, but they're not, they're not typically that hard. Liasis and the white lips. They're not, it's just people aren't, haven't done it the right way for long enough. Like people aren't keeping them long enough or having pairs. If you saw people keep them for five years, and, and param you'd probably see more more success mm. but then there's that other level of Somalia and like yes. I don't know here's my question is what the fuck is the difference between southerns and the barnecks and the others and Tanner bars Tana bars were down there southern because you're seeing I mean it, maybe it's just a numbers game maybe
2: there's more people trying but like yeahs southern Tanner bar babies yeah
0: so you can do cheaper ones right and but you can do it
2: People yeah, are doing it yeah We're, weren't Southerns and tans like aren't most of the tans that are even in the country weren't they produced in the farms? Because aren't we like now are we technically getting to the point where how far are we removed?
1: Do you really see that many tannin bars though?
2: Not anymore though I not mean, like of people doing it but when people have done it
1: yeah they
0: it seems like they are success.
1: Tell me I mean dude, me, dude I got tannin bars
2: I mean you I got cr- Nick I got I got slugs Chris.
0: Chris, Chris Shad, yeah, Shad. okay, and probably plenty more that I don't, I don't even know. So I mean, add, out, of all, out of all, out of all scrubs, you add,
1: uh, 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 shit, uh, he's the one that used to do the bar necks up in. Uh... Me? Oh, no, uh, damn it! I got a tannin bar from him. Uh, Prada. Shit, I bought, yeah, Prada. That's it.
2: All right. He's by me. Mm. Yeah, dude, yeah. That, like out of out of all scrubs. I would say tannin bars are the ones that were the most readily produced at one point. It's just, it's just nobody's or they've had either. the most success. I mean, whether people have bred them constantly or had continued success, I don't know, but I would say that out of all scrubs, if you want to like lay the clutches down, I'd say that the majority have been tandem bar scrubs and then Southerns and then Southerns. Yeah.
0: Cause a decent amount of people have had success. David's been very, David and Chris have done well, like, Brandon had a clutch. Like people are yeah. having like clutches here and there, but why? Why aren't we seeing that Malukans? Now I know, I don't know. The last couple of years, there's three to five of us trying at a given time, if
2: that. Now you so, got you got Calyp- the, your your, your, Moluc- your Molucans, You got them as babies, right? Very young. Uh, yeah. Not not not, not
3: still baby
0: babies, bad, bad. but yeah. not their not their adult colors. So okay both of them same same i got midas earlier yeah um and then christ i don't know how long after that it was i got persephone but it was pretty much the same age i got midas was the the age persephone was when i got her
2: and that was when they were still bringing him in too because i remember that's when that's how we got hazel is she was just so damn tiny so
0: they're still coming in
2: i don't see him that much anymore
0: because only about 13 come into the fucking country yeah true I saw the quota two or three years ago, for the world, mm. it's, you know, for the world, the society's numbers for the world, and I was like, dude, there's 27, or it was like right. less than 30. I'm like, and you count how, what percentage is going to die in transport?
3: Right. right.
0: And the fact that some of these are going to probably, you know, what Germany and some of these, they're not all coming to the U.S. Like, right holy shit, like, there's not very many.
2: Yeah. And then there was the whole thing of that, you know, uh, when Cam was talking to us, he's like, they don't they don't sell, so they, or they, people don't order them, so they cut the number down. So, it's like, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that number from 30 is just going further and further down. Like, you said 13. Who's to say in a couple more years, any malucans come into the country?
0: The same point, I don't know what a healthy number is. They're an island species. True. What's a What's a healthy number to come out of off two islands and they're not, they're not huge islands. No, you know, they're not tiny. Don't get me wrong. They're not tiny. I mean, they're one of them's like 30 miles by yeah. oh God. I'd have to look at my notes, but you know, they're not, they're not huge, huge islands that are going to have a massive population of these, these snakes on. And so I don't know what a healthy number would be to come in. So I'm perfectly fine if it's a small number, Mm. Let me circle yeah.
1: back to the feeding again. So have you changed the feeding, your feeding approach, Scott?
0: I I have. So early on, I would say it was uh, it was similar to what I do with carpets, but a heavy influence of small meals in the spring to the female. Don't worry about the male. Fuck the male. He doesn't need to eat at all, ever. Poor
1: male snakes, man. Poor That's Midas.
0: So <laughs> Dude, poor Midas. Let me tell you. And he tells me about it every day. Um. <laughs> So I, I was doing small meals. I, there was no food, and then, you know, whatever, February, whenever I felt was the right time, it was, like, weekly small meals. Um, then I'm kind of in the mindset. Then I'm trying to get the right meal at the right time. Okay. I, I felt like if I could get the right meal at the right time, like you said, with carpets, but obviously way harder with scrubs. Is like you throw the meal, and it's at the right time, and it tells her body the right thing. Right. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do going forward. And this is like I said, my mind. I could argue everything with you with with Lucans. Uh Every school of thought on from both sides of the aisle.
3: Right.
0: Because I can. Because I, just because I have enough. Uh, I've educated myself enough on the species, but there's not enough knowledge on the breeding of them. But I've educated myself, and I know enough about reptile stuff that. I can look at it from both sides, and it just drives my mind wild because I'm like, ah, oh, I can see where this comes in or this comes in. I see Ryan Young the other day; uh, we were talking, and I think I was talking about scrubs, and he he commented and said, I don't feed any of my Indo stuff, or not. He feeds all his Indo stuff like during the winter, the opposite of what I'm doing.
3: Right. Mm.
0: He's not feeding during the hot months during the summer. Correct. He's feeding during the winter. So now I'm like, well, fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: now that now I've been oh, doing that wrong too.
1: Oh so. no, I think so, for us, yes. Yeah, but mm. doesn't that make sense to what you were saying earlier that they would be
0: responding to the fact that there's
1: food for? babies.
2: I think generation? that's a
0: big part of it. It's, but then again, like you said, Eric, am I doing this the right time of year or the right the right month? Am I doing it the right month? Am I doing it the right time of year? My thought on that is, I'm. I'm in the ballpark because she gets very dark during the winter, which I know they normally do, but right. she, her behavior and such, that's when it changes. Dude, during the summer here, she's a fucking chainsaw. Not bad. I mean, for food, if I get her out, she's fine. But, dude, like right now, like if I walk in my room, there's no smell of food or anything, and she's like, oh, you got food? Like she wants food. Mm-hmm. And this is early. It's not even real summer months yet. Um, but, yeah, my school of thought has been changing on that so that's that's something very easy for me to change with with in regards of i don't think it's a big enough change where it sets me back right like if i if i go into like i'm dropping temperatures still to 65 next year that's a big change yeah Yeah. in the room you know this the food cycling and timing for me is a small change but the timing thing i've I've tried to widen my window of my breeding season to try to make up for that.
3: Right.
0: You know, early on it was like, I right, Midas is in from X to Y now I'm trying to put Midas in earlier and keep them with her later. And then Mm -hmm. to go back to your stress thing, I I'm fucking with them less and less. Um, for instance, like if I'm like, Oh, I want to feed or maybe try to feed her or, Usually, I don't throw Midas a meal during the winter unless he's looking real ragged. Yeah. But, um, you know, maybe I want to throw her a meal, like you said, and try to get some food in her. If they're curled up, I'm not fucking... I'm not going to fuck with them to get them off her.
2: Um, Yeah, no, I wouldn't.
0: You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I want to feed her tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day I'm going to bring some food. I'm not... If Midas is going to be curled up, I'm not going to start poking him to get him to come off her because that's going to bother her. I'm doing way less... um, so there's a school of thought of, like I said, and like Ryan has said, and you said, where like it takes years of them to get to that flow of the room and to the cycle of room. Right. I feel like I set myself back. I, I mean, it sucks, but it is what it is. I raised them for amount five or four or five six years.
1: I was going to ask you this. Mm.
0: And then we and then we moved.
1: Yes. Mm. Literally, the
0: first year. I put them together. Literally, I moved my whole collection. Chris came up the next fall, uh, Foley, yeah. and I. I meanwhile, I've been talking to David, and we're back and forth. Like he, Dave was like, "Dude, I would pair him, man." From what I see in pictures, I said, "Oh well, Chris is gonna be up here in a couple of weeks. I'll see what he thinks when he gets here." He said the same thing when he got here. Like, dude, she's got the age. She's big enough. Fuck it, put them together. Yeah, I think I set myself back. I grew them up in my at my dad's house for four, five, five and a half years, literally. And then I get to the point where they're at that age to breed, and I fucking move my whole collection. Right. So I'm now approaching um, – uh, we moved here in the end of 2016. So now I'm approaching four or five years of being here in the same room. Now, the weird thing is a lot of people are like – in my position would be like, Oh, well, the room didn't change. Cause I, I, I'm actually pretty happy with how my snake room here acts compared to my father's. Very similar temperature wise. Right. Uh, the but way there's the subtle room, changes, I mean, but exactly. Yeah. There's still subtle changes. And for the it's carpets, like the it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. For the carpets, it doesn't fucking matter. They don't
2: give a shit. Yeah.
0: But for something as sensitive as scrubs, that matters. So, um, like I said, now I've been doing it for, four years, four or five years, four years probably. And or no, maybe this was the third or fourth year I paired them up. I don't remember now because it's starting to get old.
3: <laughs> yeah, but,
2: dude, but, dude, dude, but you're getting locks. Like that's what would drive me crazy is if I saw the white lips lock every year and didn't get yeah. eggs, I'd be pissed at this point. Cause and that's, that's the, like, and what, that's what the do you want
0: with my Sabus is, and I feel bad about my sabus. Uh, you guys know about the white lips, right? What happened when I paired them?
2: Oh, probably murder.
0: No, no, miss, miss sex. At least one of them.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, oh
0: goody. That. Yeah, yeah. the The bigger one is a boy, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And the, so now the smaller one, I'm hoping is a female, but I don't know yet. Uh, well, that's another story. But um, so you got it opposite. I might. Yeah. I might. So do
2: I. I have a smaller female and a giant ass male, and I'm yeah. like, hmm, yeah.
0: My male's not big. My male would be. Like healthy healthy female size, honestly. Uh five and a half foot probably, six foot.
2: I see my, my female's perfect. She's at that five and a half foot mark. Male's a monster. He came to me as a monster. And yeah. um and I, I've slimmed him down as best I can. He gets a quail when I feel like feeding him. Like it's like I've he's... actually been <laughs> it's funny
0: you say it. I've been feeding yeah. my white lips like every week for the last month because I did a long period of, you're not getting food for a while, and then they they start, I was like, oh, you- Oh, shit. (laughs) People come here, they're going to think I don't feed my animals at all, so. Yeah, right. But, but, yeah, I I paired them up. I finally got to the point where I paired them up, and, uh, dude, like you said, the first thing I was worried about was murder, because one of them was completely tame, completely tame. The other one, it depends who you ask. Yeah. (laughs) I, I hate the animal. Chris has been here multiple times. He likes to take her out every time, and she never fucking – or, he, he never bites him. But, uh, that's weird. Yeah, So, but I, I paired them up, and I'm watching, and I'm like, this motherfucker. Why is the bigger one chasing a small one? I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Dude, so I messaged Ryan, and I'm go, I'm sending Ryan videos. and I'm back and forth to Ryan. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'd say that's a boy. Now, the behavior, it was it, – it didn't attack the smaller one. At least during when they were together, it was close. It was borderline. uh, At at the least, it was uh, very eager to breed. At the worst, it was very dominating male. It was borderline, but no biting.
2: No combat?
0: Uh, No combat. It was just, and they weren't together that long, but like. It was, it was hard to tell if it was just over-eagerness to breed or, like, super pushing your luck territorial. I kept waiting for the fucking thing to bite it. I was like, this is going to suck. But it didn't happen, so I separated them, and I'm like, fuck me. This is completely backwards than I thought it was, maybe. Um, so now I'm getting that smaller one a little bigger and I'm trying to see what uh, if I can either sex it better. I was hoping to have a genetic test because
2: sexing white lips sucks. It does. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I was sitting here going like, you know what? This summer, when the White Lips come in, I'll grab myself a younger male, you know, a little bit around the adult size, and I'll give a shot at, uh, you know, possibly her. And that, pfft, now, that that got torpedoed out the window. I don't even know when the hell, the if shows are ever coming back. So, yeah. yeah. But
0: what I was saying was my, I brought, I went into that tangent, but my Savus are in tubs. Mm. And I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of things that I feel like I would have had success with sabu's in the last uh, year and a half, two years, if I was paying attention to them, <laughs> like <laughs> well, I throw them together every once in a while. Uh, right. I've never witnessed the lock. The one thing I see, which uh, Keith and I have discussed and I've seen uh, brought up other places of blood uh, in the, and uh, on the paper and stuff mm. uh I don't know which, which it could, I assume from the female, uh, not like blood from biting from blood, from sex organs, like right. dragging them around. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: And, uh, they were talking about that with Bolines and, uh, I seen that with my sabus and a couple other people have seen with their sabus. So like, I assume there's some sort of reproductive activity possibly going on this Gary year. The female did a some interesting. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. This year, the female did some interesting things. I, I think maybe I'm missing it. Like, but Unfortunately, I don't really see them, and I don't pay them enough attention to catch the cues. I feel like I would I would have had a success if I did. Well, but, yeah, uh, I
1: read uh, Ryan had an article in Reptiles Magazine, and this is sort of what like led me to think about, like, are we doing it at the wrong time? And he talked exactly about that, about hmm. savus being bred. They, they bred – they breed at a different time than your typical- – They
0: breed two – there's like two seasons with savus. It's fucking weird.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I've I've semi noticed this. There's like the savus that are the normal python season, right? For carpets and stuff, like you see, like and then there's I don't even want to call them spring breeders. It's later than spring because yes, mine mine hatched from Will Bird. Um, one of them came from Mike Pennell and I don't know when that hatched. So I got that as an older animal, uh, but my female I got, dude, she had like three meals in her baby. And she hatched late fall, early winter.
2: Son of a bitch. Right. Yeah. I got well, hell, her in January. I, I might throw she the water about... pythons back together. <laughs> like, it's I, like... I, got,
0: I got her in January. She had like three meals in her. So do the math on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there, and I've seen that with other people. I've seen them with the, the – there's a late season there. And then there's, like I said, uh, – lawns having success now and other people and it's, lawn it's got water work.
2: python eggs way earlier than i would have expected this year like yeah and it's weird didn't you get them like late. january or were they late shit god damn it eric you're <laughs> right <laughs> but i remember you know I'm asking oh my god
0: well i remember never asking, asking will bird once in years in a, in, a, in a discussion about savus i don't remember if it was on the forum or on facebook and i was like do you have any tips and it was basically feed them a lot when they're eating because they're gonna go through extended periods of not eating. Mm. And then uh, I think they were talking about with the wet season with them, um, wet and dry season, yeah. um, dude. But I, I can't spray my savers. They fucking hate that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, they don't like. Did that. you ever try
1: messing with the humidity in the room?
0: No, it's too much. That'd be too much of pain. So well, I have a natural cycle of humidity in my room. During the winter my house gets very dry and then the rest of the year it's it's actually pretty damn humid up there.
2: You so I have a cycle. The geckos, don't they need like a shit ton of humidity or something like that? I don't know. But,
1: but maybe the humidity is not lined up with the temperatures mm. and it's not lined up with the food. So like you have these it's the simple triggers of the normal things of what a python would do but they're mm. not lined up so the key's not going to go into the hole because it you don't, you know what I mean?
0: It doesn't fit. So here's my thought process on that, and I've I've talked about this with a couple people. Humidity to me means, at least within the realm of this discussion, is wet season, dry season, rainy right. season, dry sure. season. Right. What I don't, what I feel like that triggers more is one of two things: either more food, which actually could. That, that actually goes away from what Ryan was saying based on when the humidity in my room would be compared to when I want to feed them based on what he's saying. Right. But it it's one of two things would be the more or less food. Uh, and it depends on the species too, because it's different. Island species are different. Depends sure. on what they're eating. Yep. Uh, you know, depends on there's species where I've seen uh, uh, bird migration discussion.
3: Yeah. You know, they, they, they only eat when a birds. certain bird
0: is
2: there. Yeah.
0: See people when you're listening to this podcast and you hear all this. This is all the fucking mindset and shit you think about is exactly working with a re- really yes. hard to breed species.
3: Right.
0: Um, that was the first thing, the food source, but also actually breeding. So the breeding part of Malukans I have down. Midas is a horny motherfucker. <laughs>
2: right. Right. It's the getting
0: viable so,
2: eggs from her. Yeah.
0: Correct. And here's my thing. I don't think that humidity in itself biologically makes sense to have an effect on the process what it, to me and if you guys, if you guys have something that would make me change my mind please say it to me humidity in itself as long as the animals hydrated and all that shouldn't be affecting her cycle to that level to keep her from ovulating it to me the humidity is more of a trigger either for breeding or the food cycle of the area for Malukans. I'm just speaking. So let me,
1: so let me ask this question. Like, you know, yours are, are wild caught or captive hatched or what?
0: Midas is definitely wild caught. He's got injuries to show it when he's pulled off the perch. Nice. Uh, (laughs) yeah, actually, if he's a female, I'd actually be nervous about breeding. He's got like a big indentation down by his, his vent. Uh, but luckily he ended up being a boy and he hasn't slowed down one bit from that. Um, the, the female... female. <laughs> the female... I was told that there was a chance she may have been a captive hatched animal. Um, the... Uh, I got to look back at the messages or talk to the guy I got it from. I thought the Norris's name was thrown in, but have they had... The, Ryan, Ryan, did Ryan, did he work with scrubs? He did, didn't he? Yeah,
2: he, he yeah, worked but right. It was very recent. Yeah, you started – I know we had him on years ago, and he just started working with scrubs and stuff like that. He didn't so, have that money. I have to look back. So, For
0: some reason, I thought this animal came via them to this person, but it may have come – they may have just – it may have just come through their hands. I'm not
2: positive. Or they is, may have brought in a bunch or bought yeah. a bunch of babies or something like that. But I'm, assu- I'm, assuming,
0: I'm assuming this. They're basically wild caught, mm-hmm. but at the young age. They're not older animals. They're so, ma- They're malleable.
1: So here would be another thought process that I that at least when I was trying to breed scrubs, um, f- for me is that if you're dealing with wild caught animals, uh, to me those factors mean more than if we're talking about carpets captive
0: hatched for years. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. I mean, if to me if they're wild caught juveniles or adults i mean these were young enough they should be malleable to whatever
1: yeah 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 but like i mean there's certain like i guess they're it was kind of like what owen was saying earlier like ball pythons have been bred so much in captivity at this point that you know they'll breed at any time in a 10 gallon tank and you know what i mean because this is the this is what they've there's so many generations yeah. moves from the wild animal. Oh, yeah. So those triggers are not necessarily the same anymore, if you will. And that's the sad the sad thing is
0: we shouldn't the sad thing is we should not be having this conversation. There have been enough captive reproductions of Molucans that it should have been handled.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. But nobody again, it's how many you know, certain people can breed Savannah monitors, but nobody ever takes the time to do it. Why? Because the babies are coming in. So why do it?
0: Well, there's that, and there's also the other reason, because 90% of the people keeping Savannah monitors fucking suck at it.
2: Valid point.
0: (laughs) And and here's where some people might get hurt feelings. I don't give a fuck. Most of the people keeping scrubs for years have fucking sucked at it, at least Maloukans, because they made Malukins too big.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, the same thing with the oil Lips. They're a thin-bodied tree snake.
0: In my research, I remember something that stuck with me was actually what Ryan Young said I found on a fucking Malukan thread from who knows what year it was on MP. Mm. But he said, I feel like Malucans would be easier if people kept them cooler and kept them smaller. That stuck with me. They're an island form, which sometimes goes back and forth. <laughs> island forms aren't necessarily smaller. Right. But I said sometimes they are. Right. Now, I remember uh, one of the Barker's books talks about a wild uh, specimen Balucan, being
2: twelve foot, brought by hunters. But that's, uh, that's a from, maximum. Like,
0: and well, now here's the thing. Yeah. 1920 mm-hmm.
2: from hunters.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Correct. Hunters nowadays will tell you the fucking deer is way bigger than the motherfucker is. Yeah. Okay. Now, but. That doesn't mean they don't get that big, but maybe they do when they're 25 years old or older. Or maybe
2: that one did. Maybe just like, like, again, we we found a goddamn water (laughs) python the size of a freaking olive. Maybe one specimen did. Well, and And, here's
0: the thing. I talk about the bell curve with a lot of things. Yeah. And there's a bell curve for size based on genetics and food intake for for everything. Of course. So, they give you this range, and everybody sticks to that high number for some reason. With snakes, they're like, "Oh, a, a, a carpet, a carpet can be five foot to twelve foot. I want it to be twelve foot. Motherfucker I ain't oh, getting twelve foot. Maybe just stick to the five.
1: Yeah, or <laughs> yeah. thirty feet. You know,
0: right? <laughs> exactly. So I think that happened with Malukans. I think that people
2: way overfed them. Yeah, I would agree.
0: Probably what happened was a couple of these breedings that happened were shit luck because they were feeding so much. Sure. And it worked out. I know, uh, speaking to Martin, Martin had some older Malucans that he got that were already big uh, years ago, not the ones he has now.
3: Right.
0: And he told me that the female passed away. She had eggs in her. Mm. Well, I wasn't surprised by that because, yes, she was a big animal, but, and, but that's probably what led to her – Passing away. Yeah, yeah. Being too big.
3: Right. And having eggs. So
2: yeah.
0: That's been my one, my two biggest bugaboos from a Lucans that I've been saying for years now. I think people were feeding them way too much, keeping them way too hot and too many have died. Not all of them. There's still some around. Like I said, I don't, to my knowledge, Mike Bell probably still has a shit ton. Um, and there's other people that still have some, but like all these people have big ones. Like, ask you guys know chris ask chris how big my lucans are He's seen them in person they ain't that big like my carpets are bigger probably right (laughs) within reason yeah um
1: yeah i mean i do that with i mean you guys have seen my snakes they're 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 almost bonsai when you look at some people's carpets you know (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, what the Dude, heck? you should see my baby jungles. They're just coloring up. Everyone I sold one to, they're fucking black and yellow already. Yeah, yeah. I said I need to start feed mine so I can see what they look like because everyone else is making me jealous that I that I sold to because they fed them more. Yeah. I didn't feed mine.
1: You know, the other thing I wanted to just circle back for a second when it comes to temperature, just again, my experience, and, and Owen, you could probably touch on this too, is like the thing that we do often – take for granted is how cool it gets at night and i'm not necessarily saying it drops down to 50 right or 30 or 40 or you know remember when bones were going down to like 40 degrees <laughs> that was like the key diamonds kind of the same
2: yeah oh yeah yeah
1: um but uh they they do at, at nighttime it is way colder like but when we saw that gelatin, it was seventy degrees. When we and saw the Darwin,
2: it was cold as hell. Like that, I mean,
1: and that's what we drop our temperatures to when we go to breed carpets. So right. that speaks to just the, which is probably the case. The uh, you know how how solid they are as a as like how adaptable they are to just about anything you throw at them. But at the same time, it was humid at night, so it wasn't yeah. a cold. Like, here we are in the northeast when it's, you know, 70 or 60 degrees out. It's it's, it's a different
0: cold. I,
1: I, I would agree. i stupid,
0: but <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. it no, I, I know what you mean. Anyone who spent – there's not – the problem is too many people that keep reptiles and want to be the guy now, yeah. they have never spent any time looking for these – or just any reptile outside. Sure. Like, you know, at all. Like you have no idea – so then you don't understand how they're using microhabitats or like like you said, how different a humid 70 is to a, a dry 70. Right. Um, you know, things of that nature. I mean things like that are what made me think how fucking horrible iguanas are as pets because I watch them in in, in our travels in the Caribbean and, and down south down there because I watch these fucking iguanas and how they act during the day and stuff, and I'm like – there's nobody giving them what they need. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? <laughs> right. They need, first off, they need your house. The amount of space to use, but yeah. they need a room to feel the air. It's fucking hot. It's fucking humid, but they, most iguanas in the places we've been, they come out, uh, mid morning, they go to eat and then they retreat for the heat from the heat of the day. But they're super arboreal. um, it's always hot, humid, like, it's crazy. Like, I was like, man, motherfuckers are not keeping these things right, like, which I already knew, but when you start watching them more and more because you're, you know, sitting by the pool in a, at a resort and you're watching these iguanas outside your room, you're like, because you're a reptile nerd, you pay attention to the stupid things that right. nobody exactly. else is paying yeah. attention to. <laughs> I'm like, man, these motherfuckers are out here right now. It's fucking hot. Like, yeah. You know. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of things like that, and that comes into play with. I I can't find anyone who can who's been to these Malucan islands to, to really discuss it with because, I get weather data and I know there's there's little cities down by the the coast, at least one of the islands is very mountainous, mm-hmm. and I think for every thousand feet it's like two degrees you lose. Right. Well, if you have a mountainous region, it doesn't take a lot of even a very large mountain to lose amount of, amount of heat being that high that it can make a difference. But I don't know if the Malukans are there. You know what I'm saying?
3: Right. Yeah.
0: Are they down by the village where the temperatures where the weather data they're giving me? Is that, is that what the weather is or are they up on the mountain? 6,000 feet up at, you know, two times, what is that? Two times six, 12 degrees. 12 degrees difference. That could be important for breeding. I don't know that. That's why when it comes to the bowlings, Ari is everyone's fucking gangster because he's giving you real-time data.
2: That's the other thing is that just because it's that hot in that, like, area, like, you know, like I said, when we were up in Darwin, it was ridiculously hot all over the place, but where all the animals were, it was cooler. It was, like, 70 degrees. Like, they hid where it was nice and cold. It's, like, that's...
1: Well, even so, if you looked at Owen Pelley's, right, Owen? Yeah. It was, if you were to, to look at what you were saying earlier, if you were to pull up a map of, you know, uh, the Northern ter or not a map, uh, the weather. For, yeah. The weather. For like Kakadu
2: and, right, you know, yeah, and that, yeah. Wherever,
1: Kakadu National Park, it's going to say, you know, it's 99 degrees and it's 110 and the low is like, you know, uh, I don't know, uh 82 or something like yeah. that, you know, something crazy. But when you look and find out where these Owen Pelly pythons are and like there's a, I mean, we're talking, so on the first trip when we went to Chiligo, we went into these caves similar to what the Owen Pellys are in, but like you could actually walk through them and whatnot. Well, and you're talking Yeah, we a major difference between the outside and the inside. You know, we had that at like 20 uh, degrees
2: difference. At Kakadu, when you were walking around, you went to that one part that was on that catwalk through that big-ass cave. Yeah. There was a significant temperature drop there. Sure. So, yes, it's 100-something degrees outside on the top of the rock where there's no cover. Yes, you are correct. Inside the cave where it's dark, it is significantly cooler. So are we keeping them too hot because we're like, oh, well, I'm keeping them according to the... Read out of the weather that I saw in Australia. Yeah, but is that where the snake is? Well, because.
1: In Barron's Gorge, where the. Yeah. Uh, you know, you probably would find jungle carpets uh, there. Uh, it was 7 a.m., right? And the yeah. rock surface temperature of the spot that we were in, which in this gorge, bitch. That's was right. 110 I for- degrees.
2: I forgot all this stuff that you were doing. You were taking temperatures. <laughs> You have all that information, nerd. <laughs> like, you know, it's,
1: well I think you know? it, I think it just goes back to giving you a better understanding of the animals that you keep in captivity. I How know, he lost I, his phone. obviously it's not easy to go to the you know, the Malucan Islands. Um, <laughs>
2: Obviously, no. do you know. people would be doing it. Do you remember when we were at? The, we we just gotten off the plane, and it was hot as shit. And we're on the beach, and Keith is looking out to the ocean. And we're like, "What's up, Keith?" And he goes. The Bullins are right over there. I, I wonder what they're doing. It's like <laughs> I'm Sorry. That's fucking gangster.
1: He had that it's, he had that it, same thought. Remember when we were sitting we're for the sun of, to go yeah, down we're on, and we're we're sit, well, Scott, we're all on top of this mountain, right? And it's it's right where we found the Owen Bellies, right? Yeah. We're just sitting there we're waiting for the sun to go down and each of us took a corner of this mountaintop. Just this chill. And, yeah. We're just chilling, just waiting, just looking out into the environment, just seeing what we see or whatever. And you know, I, I went and chased a
3: wallaby, we, yeah. We
1: <laughs> kind of like met back up, and like, you know, Keith's like, he's just
2: there, just thinking about Boland's. <laughs> so like, Keith, Keith gets this look, and then he looks at a horizon and he goes, I wonder what the bull and I are doing right, right, right now. It's like, oh my
3: god, <laughs> it's, it's, so like how close. I, it's so
2: close. It's like, I imagine if we got Scott close to the Malukan Islands, he'd be like. They're over there, just over there. Dude,
0: there's, there's probably no way me and Val could go for vacation there because usually when we go away, it's like it's partially relaxation at a beach and all that, and it's partially like adventure, fucking excursions. Right. There's no way we couldn't. I wouldn't be on the beach at all. I, would <laughs> be like, we're not doing anything till I find a fucking Malukin. That's it. Right. There's no vacation till I find this. Then we right. this is a mission. <laughs> And, you know, for her credit, she would be right by my side and trying to find it. But I, I know what you're saying because, like, for me, like, I, I don't know. I still get excited when I find certain reptiles, but, like. And
1: your uh, reptile, though. Yeah. It's different. Huh? It's different.
2: There's a when difference. It's,
0: it's, oh,
1: yeah. It's your, rep, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, the one that you are obsessed with is, like.
0: Well, I'm, pr- oh, I'm almost at this point. I'm like, I know, I know. My best hope is when we get down to Australia is finding a, just an, a different scrub. <laughs> that's as close yeah. as I might come. But uh, like, dude, I, I remember everywhere. being in Costa Rica and talking to one of the people with us, and like, he's telling us how how common jaguars are in the area, and I start looking into the darkness of the jungle, and I'm like,
2: uh, uh, <laughs> you don't take, you don't, you don't take a moment to be like, maybe I shouldn't go try to find a jaguar. Know, well, like we a were we were herping. Man. We were oh. herping.
0: Oh, you were herping. When Jesus were... Christ! Oh my God! Yeah, we were in Costa Rica herping, and we were we were. So the way they did it was we tried uh, – fuck. Who was it? Ray Morgan and Mike Clarkson are like here's who you need to talk to. So we went and stayed with uh, this really nice family, super hospitable. Uh, he owns an eco zoo. Nice. So he's got all kinds of snakes and shit. That's how we played with his Bushmaster, uh, yeah, his adult pair. Fucking awesome. Yeah. But we went herping that night with him and his family. So his son spoke English, so that's mostly who I talked to or, or dealt with. And the way they do it is they drive up, and it's like, a, it's like a cleared road because the lower area, it's mostly farmland at this point. Yeah. But once you walk up further, then you get into the jungle where by the time I get back to Costa Rica, Lord knows it'll probably be fucking farm too. You know what I mean? Right. Sadly. Yeah. But yeah. so it's a clear it's a clear it's basically a logging road is what you're doing. And all we did was we walked the logging road and just perp the edge of the jungle on both sides.
2: There's a break in the tree line and that's where shit's gonna it's almost like when we were driving, it was trees on all sides, but the road it was, gave it was you a famous. break. Yeah. I mean,
0: you're yeah. in an area where literally what they do is he gets out of the car and he finds an eyelash viper right off the bat. And Damn. I know that's and well and, and I know that's his thing, because he gets out and he immediately looked around the cars at the and we're not in the jungle jungle yet we're like on the farm road and there's farmland on one side and he immediately i think that was that's probably what he does is he immediately goes to find an eyelash viper to get one on the board right because yeah, you're I paying mean, him, you're paying him. Yeah. I mean, they're really nice, but you're still you're paying him for the excursion for four hours or whatever. They don't, they don't
2: fucking keep track of time Dude, and all that. Gavin, Gavin could have charged us like he,
3: like, I mean,
2: like it was. Sometimes you also get the people who have been there; they know where to look. Because I think we would have wandered that park all night and not found that Darwin, if yeah, Gavin went with us.
3: Yeah.
1: I never would have looked where he was.
2: Well, see, that's why I don't think taking you to Costa Rica would be dangerous because I'd hear like a rustling and I'd turn around and a Jaguar would be dragging Eric back into the woods because, you know, hobbit size.
0: (laughs) You know, we're halfway into the jungle now and I'm talking to Victor and I'm like, hey, and it hit me. I'm like, oh, we're in, I'm like, I got to ask you. I'm like, is there like Jaguars in this area? And he goes, well, he says, "Uh, you know, there's not a lot or anything. He's like, we did a, uh, they, they helped a, a college do a study. And they put camera traps up and he's like, Oh, we only got like six or eight hits in two months. I'm
3: like, Fucking the hell. They're everywhere.
0: Oh, I'm like Not a lot, you know. <laughs> it's a Jesus. So now I'm like, all right, so now I don't I I don't only have to worry about me or Val stepping on a ferdy Lance, now I have to worry about Jaguars.
1: <laughs> and everybody gives Australia a bad rap, you know. Yeah. dude, Jesus.
2: Costa is pretty gnarly, man, I won't lie. But I don't know, man, but Costa Rica's got like, if you want to compare venomous, I think I'd much rather find a Fleur de Lance or a, a Bushmaster. I mean, like I'm, I'm That's surprised we never found a death adder or anything like that, but I'm sure we, you ran know, over a bunch of them. <laughs> I mean, I, several. I mean, several
1: physically ran over. I mean, like we probably walked
2: over them. There. We probably stepped near them. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I'd rather deal with the big vipers than like the elapid, like, the brown snake, you know, th- those are – I a lapid scare me. They're flighty. They move quickly. No thank oh, you,
0: sir. 100%. 110%. That's why yeah. I never fucked with them. Back when I fucked with Venomous, there was one show in Hamburg where I went there with money. I borrowed some money from my parents, and I said uh, – uh, the plan was
2: – Those <laughs> Hamburg kids like, were like, I would like
0: a, like a well, mamba, please. No, no, no. Well, no. At the time, I, ha- I had been working with Venomous. Okay. But like – I, I was short on cash and I said, Hey, I'm going. I asked my mom, I said, I'm going to the reptile show, can I borrow some money? I yeah. said I'm hoping not to spend it, but if I spend it I'll I'll pay you back soon. So the plan was was to get a cobra. Jesus Christ. Me and this other kid were gonna get a cobra. And we started talking to the guys who were representing Glades at the time down there. (laughs) Oh, boy. And the rep starts telling us stories about— this is going poorly. (laughs) The the rep starts telling us stories about dealing with Cobras, and I'm like, fuck this. At the time, and and still to this day, like, I don't have anything now, of course, but I always worked with, like, shit— Like you said, I I felt in control of either Tree Vipers or Short Little Fat Gaboon Vipers.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, nothing room. that is going to make a run, a run at you. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, he's telling us stories about, like, Cobra problems, like one getting under the bed and they got no shoes on. I'm like, uh, mm. I don't want to deal with this. And then uh, luckily at that show, I didn't get a Cobra. I ended up buying <laughs> – I bought a pair of uh, red pig rattlesnakes
2: from a guy's Jeez. backpack.
3: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> yep. Okay. So yeah. you and Foley were both were both the classic Hamburg kids, where it's like, I came here getting rats, but you know what? That forest cobra just I cannot resist. It's like, wait, no, Foley
0: wait. would get the cobra. I was actually smart enough not to get the cobra.
2: And his dumbass got lots of cobras and a couple of mamas. Yeah. yeah, me and him are very different in that. You can ask him about the arudu viper adventure. Oh, I already I'll, know that story. I'll still partially now. never forgive him for. So yeah. Yeah, I know that story. Yeah. I know well, too many stories. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you know too much. We may have to kill <laughs> we may have to kill Scott, Eric. I'm just saying. No, uh, no, no. But Jesus Christ. But no, I can see that, but um that sounds like a badass trip though. Regardless. Yeah. I'm
0: lucky. Like like I said, Val likes to do crazy shit. She wants yeah. to it was her idea. Well, I mean, not that we wouldn't do it anyway. It's definitely bucket list, but she's like, I want to uh, dive with white sharks. I said, Fuck.
2: okay. All right, babe. It's <laughs> so, It's, better it's better when you don't have happen. to convince them. Like, you know, and it's, it's easier when you're the one who has to be like, all right, like, yeah.
0: So uh, we're both like that, but we're, I'm weird. Like I said, like most reptile encounters now. Um, I mean, like Eric said, if it's your reptile, that's different. If I see a jungle or a Malucan, you know, that'd be, that'd be tits. I mean, seeing that Bushmaster, even though it wasn't in the wild, it was his. It was his uh, captive of twelve years. Yeah. Seeing that animal was
2: like holy. That's fuck. an impressive beast. Like yeah, I mean,
0: that's a big animal.
2: It, when you see animals like that, don't you kind of wish that certain zoos would like step up their game a little bit? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like oh, I went to one zoo. And it's this is the tank where they keep the timber and the copperhead together. Yeah. Okay. And then. <laughs> I go to another zoo. Hey, look, it's a tank with a timber and a copperhead together. Oh, look, it's another tank with a gaboon and a rhino together. Same goddamn, like, step it up. Like, give me the freaking Bushmaster. Like, yeah. I mean, there's other shit out there that would be very cool and impressive. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, but at
0: this point, for
2: us, it's like
0: almost sometimes I, I, I'd i rather a non-reptile uh, encounter <laughs> at this point. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> so... Because there's so much fun shit to see and do out there. I mean, like I said, we swam with whale sharks. Yeah, um, we had wild of come up into a tree with us nope, and eat nope, out of our hands.
1: Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. No, how much you love nope.
2: them, Alan. No, <laughs> he's still nope. nice though. I don't give a shit. It, it, they're they're all adorable with their little peeping and <laughs> stuff like that. PTSD, and then they man. have their <laughs> then they have the then then the peeping becomes very sharp and irritated. And then I'm bleeding. No, nope. <laughs>
3: So, Fuck yeah.
2: <laughs> no have flashback. i'm not having a good time anymore in the episode <laughs>
0: oh jesus oh man it only took this long for me to get to you like that sure, no, I, haven't dude, t- I haven't pissed off enough people yet
2: cody's and kinky Chews and any member of the raccoon family no
1: who do we have left to piss off? Who's I don't on know. the list? What do we else? Like the
2: list. If you start. If you want to start just calling people out? We're not going to stop. Who, you. who do you want? Who do you want me to piss off? I don't know.
0: I usually don't call people out to piss them off. I just say, uh, just say things that are aimed towards them and piss them let's off.
2: Let's do like, this. Uh, oh no! You, what, what has oh been no. grinding your gears? What has your gears, what's, Scott? What's upset you, Scott? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we can't do this. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> We could, and we can. We can't worked. do
0: this with a recording.
2: <laughs> it, it's too late. Eric records all.
0: Well, yeah, I always record it, but
1: it well, there's one, we there's one stop.
0: thing, there's one thing we can't talk about. Let's yeah, no, Get that, yeah. We can't talk about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Today, I was annoyed just by the stupid uh, carpet pythons group.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
2: All right. Why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why, Scott? Nope, nope, we're not
0: doing this. I see where this nope. is going. You guys are going to have me on there every week doing a what Grind Scott's gears. I would love that segment. You can would just record it yourself. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll do it on one condition, that yeah. I, I, I follow up another segment, Jim from Morgantown.
3: No, he's, he's a
2: lost man now. He's he's grown a beard. He's wandering the wilderness with no sports. It, he's oh, a broken yeah. man. No, Unfortunately – Character. Unfortunately and this is this concerns me is that he has my other laptop to do work from home and stuff like that so every time Eric calls me to do the show, if my father's using the laptop he gets a call as well <laughs> and he almost picked up last time and he's texting me going, hey uh, you know Eric's calling me with this other guy and I'm like don't touch anything like don't don't push the button and yeah. So there's a looming threat of him being able to just hit a button and all of a sudden he's here and also he used to just do a whole show there. It at would this disconnect point. me. <laughs> so like I'd be kicked out and he would come on. So yeah.
1: I can't remember what podcast it was.
0: Mm. Wait, what? I well just, never, never mind. mind. Where are you going? No, was I, I was gonna say
1: I can't remember what podcast it was, but it was it's just it just happened and somebody was talking about Jim from Morgantown. Oh <laughs> was it Gumbo? Yeah, that was it. That was. It. I think
0: it yeah. was.
1: Yeah, and they were talking about Jim from Morgantown, and I was like, "Wow, he's such he's he's so famous oh, now yeah. that he's he's gone on to other reptile
0: podcasts." Oh, dude, Jim, James, dude, he's a celebrity. Celebrity. James, James
2: is texting me right now, asking me if I can come on to the show with him and Joe right now. Which I have a feeling it's just going to be more of Joe ripping me or them quizzing me on ball python morphs. I don't fucking know about. So that shit yeah. was pretty funny to be it,
0: fair. I w- I had no clue. Some of those names like, <laughs> I was like, he gave you six names. I don't think any of them was a morph. Fuck.
2: And Eric's like this. And I'm like, I, I'm seriously calling into, you know, doubt that Eric doesn't have like three racks full of ball pythons. He's been hiding from us. Cause he knew I, too much.
1: I do not, man, but I what do. You? I do. I am fascinated with genetics, and I am fascinated with um, the how, nanny. The, yeah. the nanny? No, I'm not yeah. fascinated You're with
2: fascinated the with nanny. You're fascinated with the no. nanny morph.
0: No. Yeah. I'm going to let that slide because all the good shit Eric did say re- re- recently on podcast.
3: All right.
0: Yeah, I was actually very happy yeah. with some of the messages he was putting out there. <laughs>
1: I was trying, man. I was trying to represent, you know, it's different when you're the, when you're the, when you're the
0: guest, it's, 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 well, it was good uh, because it was some thoughts I've had and, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get uh, a blog going again, back out soon. And uh, some, it's just some of the thoughts I've had, you know, like people don't understand that probably 98% of this hobby is pet owners and not breeders and We have to change the dialogue because right now the dialogue is like breed. Everyone should breed. Everyone's got to breed. Like no, like not everyone should breed.
2: No, no dude. If you if you dig, like you're saying, if you dig bread lie and you think a hypo bread lie, you know stonewash is the coolest animal you've ever seen, buy it. You don't you ever don't, have, you to don't have to breed it. To breed you, it. you don't, don't have, have to breed it. You do not have to breed
0: everything with a cloaca. That could just be your badass
2: pet that you can just everyone should have, for
0: have a fucking pet if they're in the hobby. Everyone yeah. should have at least that one animal. They're not breeding. They're just keeping it for the pure enjoyment of having
2: that animal. Okay. I have my, re- my retic. Ticks. <laughs> I've got my scrubs. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, they're just you just get to watch them and look at it. Uh, yeah, we least, got... <laughs> he likes
1: to say species in singular and names. He, like, he, he says retic. That really means retics. No, uh, no,
2: no, no, oh, this not this to to no. Not in this sense. No, not in this one. I have one boas. No, I do not. Well, no. I See, have. We have problems. a couple of monitors. Hold we on. I got multiple rechecks, but you can also them... tell
1: when I hit a nerve when his voice raises. You're <laughs> damn right, you do. I don't think... I can see it now on when I edit the podcast. I can see when it goes into a shit. higher decibel. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's where Owen got mad. And
3: cut.
2: It's like but
0: pretty no, much got... every carpet fest with me and Chris.
2: Yeah, well. I, Owen's I hide... always screaming. I hide from Chris at one point. But um, no. no, I got the one retick that I'm not breeding because that was the pet from Matt. And I don't want to. Breed it. It's probably a sin because it's like a two thousand dollar animal, but whatever. So you're right.
1: Fourteen genes in it, man. What are you doing? I know
2: it. Just sitting with it. it I'm a horrible. I don't want it. it maybe that, you
1: can trade somebody for a white lip for it.
2: Maybe. Well,
0: here's the thing. You don't have to breed everything with cloaca, but at the same time, if you have that one animal that is needed now, maybe you should put it in the hands of it, who yeah. And mostly the Somali complex, and maybe. Like if you're the one random person who has a Duns Python that hasn't gotten to Ryan's hands, get that to his.
2: What own. the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. If
0: it's something like that, get you know, maybe you shouldn't keep that as a pet right now. I mean, it's it's that's a hard thing to say to someone, but
3: yeah,
0: you know, we may lose the right to import shit in six months and twelve months tomorrow. You know what I mean? Can I would. Dude, I, I remember weeks be before sale. this shit. I remember a week before this shit happened, I never thought everything was gonna close down. Then no. I was I was laughing with a guy at the auto shop getting an oil change in my truck, how he was getting on a, a he had to uh, do like a phone call that night with the higher up management about COVID. And I'm like I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? Now the world has changed that fast. Yeah. So Dude. I could see it happening now. Six months ago I never saw I, anything you would have said to me, I'm like, ah. Unless it was like, oh, this country's going to shut down. OK, but now we're in a real threat of losing importation of all these animals, everything, nothing coming in, nothing, nothing moving.
2: Can you imagine people's like the shit that people are going to put up for sale just because they think it's, you know, now it's worth something like they've held on to this pair of white lips and now that pair of white lips is worth God knows how much. Well, I was already told
0: Malukan prices are going to be sky high, if, if anything, this year, which I wasn't happy about, because yeah. I was actually considering making a move. I should have made a move years ago. I, I should have got more.
2: I'm pissed that I didn't grab more uh, Hognose this summer, because I was planning on grabbing some more um, before Madagascar shut down. But now yeah. I'm like, fuck. Well, so I know it...
1: neither of you care about it, but I picked up a whole bunch of imported Poplins of all different bloodlines and popwind carpets. so
2: (laughs) yeah no dude i'm good yeah i don't yeah that's adorable um but yeah no so you can't what happens if
1: they shut it down
2: yeah well if they do then then that's it like the one thing that made pop one pop pop one carpet so good is that you had the influx of wild blood now you're just like everybody else so at least on the bright side, it's a, that'll be just like Australia. We yeah. we have them here. We've been We're here.
0: We're not before. in danger of losing jungles. We're not in danger of losing coastals. No. But they shut down everything. We're in danger of losing Bolivians. We're in danger of losing Malukans. Harris.
2: White lips. White lips, hit White or lips, miss. Dude, well, dude we, you, uh, no, we had mores. the. We just talked about the list. The list Green is. Pythons. The list is only three or four yeah. people deep, and I mean, Water what pythons, if something pythons. happens to Ryan's? You know, breeding pair of blackface, white lip. Then well, here's, what?
1: Here's the thing that people never think about: mm. what happens if something happens to the person that's keeping those species? Right. Like, what if there's only one guy? Do, like, God forbid something happened to somebody like Tom Giogin. Right? Ring yeah. pythons would be gone. Right? Who, who, right. I mean, we there's TJ that does them. Um, who else? Who else does
2: it? Uh, um, who's who's that one that has the um. They, have the really good ones, like the really, really less pattern. But it, aren't they in Canada? No, they're in Europe. Europe, damn it! Yeah. Why am I friends with people where I can't get their snakes? Yeah, <laughs> so right. it's like, um uh TJ. Yeah, this. Uh,
1: well, yeah, we had them on the show. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think
2: about... of other people, but I can't. That's it. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that have them or work with them, and maybe they're not. They maybe the it had success. Yeah. Like you know, I, I'm sure that they exist, but. I mean, how many more people is that?
2: Four? Yeah, but compare that. <laughs> compare that to at one point they couldn't give away ring python babies. Like, it's
1: well, they suck. <laughs>
2: hey, uh, I mean that's your opinion.
1: No, I mean like, okay, <laughs> you raise these animals up to breed them, and then the female eats the male. That sucks. All right, yeah, man. that
2: sucks. All right, all right. <laughs> Holy shit, that does. Case suck. in point, yeah, that that does blow. You know, it's one of the reasons I never dipped into blackheads because people are like, you know. Well, that can and, happen. And
1: see, that's the weird thing. Blackheads get,
2: get yeah, they get the rap for it. But, but apparently, you never hear that anybody, You never yeah. hear
1: Derek Roddy <laughs> or uh, uh, Jason Hood saying, "Damn, my blackhead." Blackheads hate blackhead. each other. But, yeah. but you <laughs> talk to anybody that breeds ring pythons, they'll be like, "Well, introductions can be a little bit dicey." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same with popwing pythons. They're the same thing.
2: Yep. No more ones, and you've just ruined that list. I was thinking about it. Now you've destroyed it. So.
0: Yeah. But that's a scary thing. Like this was this conversation was a joke six months ago. Like it was a yeah. it was saying it, but it would never happen. Now, yeah. I, man, like I, said, I, I, could, I could almost Babe Ruth call it that it's going to happen because I don't see how we can defeat it now. I, the the economics, and that's what drives everything of this for the most part is economics to the country, sure and. I think the economic thing just—and someone brought up a good point the other day—was you know you have to take into the effect that Petco and the other pet industry big pet industry companies are going to have. That's that's where the economics can come yeah. into play and can yeah. save you in the in something like this in the past. I don't think they have the clout now against a global pandemic that came from an animal. And I said it. It was not fucking made in the lab. Stop that fucking garbage, <laughs> fucking idiots. It, it it came it came from an. <laughs> yes. A, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Trump's a fucking he, retard too. Both sides are retarded. There you go. I just offended everybody. Uh, Both sides are retarded. Trump's a fucking idiot. God. But here's a, here's the thing. What besides all that? It was it was not made in the lab. It, it's it's a natural, uh, born virus, and the problem is. This is a real thing, and before this, like, we knew it. Like, every year, like, there's SARS, and it didn't really do what this did. Whether or not they should have done it or not, this has affected the economy bad. So now politicians are going to do what politicians do, and they're going to overreact to it.
3: Correct.
0: And I was hoping – my hope was that, like, the exotic pet trade would kind of just – We kind of things would kind of just smooth along, and we just kind of skate. And then long enough, and then it'd be like, well, it wasn't that until they, a couple senators wanted to end it. And now that now that it's on the forefront, I don't know if we can get take it back. I don't know how we beat it if it if it goes forward.
1: Well, I mean, I don't. I do. I I do agree with you too. Like. to a large degree that you know I, I don't know what the science would be that would defeat this however i guess could you argue you know you've never seen well yeah see that's the problem like they're just not going to listen to i mean common sense i mean think about yeah. you know i mean we've we've imported these animals for how long
3: right
0: here, here's any... your thing. They didn't. They wouldn't. They didn't like to listen to common sense with the Florida issues. Right. They're certainly not going to listen to common sense now. And our problem, to me, the problem now is, the common the the common sense we have is not as strong as an argument against them doing it anymore. Yeah. In that, they'll yeah. change their mind.
1: The biggest the biggest problem I think that you have is the fact that we can't even unite. We we. we that's the, To me, that's the obstacle that is the biggest thing of all is that, like, I mean, we can't even agree if a snake should be in a tub or a cage or <laughs> agree to disagree or maybe try to see it from a different viewpoint. You know what I mean? The only time I've ever heard somebody give that argument and, like, made any kind of sense was uh, I listened to this guy who was talking on a podcast, and he, he was trying to make the the argument about it, and more or less he was saying that, you know, if you're a breeder— probably you're trying to make it as an efficient as, as efficient as possible yes right you know what i mean so from a breeder standpoint uh yeah this is probably the way to go you know um they obviously they can survive in this they you know they breed they so you know there would be some argument that they thrive blah 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 blah, blah. and you can you can kind of like you can give them some enrichment in a tub and all that kind of stuff if if you really think that they need that or whatever you know we can debate that all day but it goes back to that that thing i think where somewhere along the the way everybody has changed their idea that in order to be somebody in this hobby you have to be a breeder and you know it's and and the breeders don't do sometimes we do ourselves a disservice and i used to say this before like you know to me and even this this is going back when Morelia was all together, you know. Mm. Um, to me, you can't get a better display snake than Morelia, you know. Yeah. There, 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 there's a there's a color, a size, and a pattern for every possible scenario you could want. Yeah. And you could keep that in a, disp- a display cage and have this awesome pet, but yet, you know. Us in the Morelia world, we're so focused on the breeding
0: aspect or, you know... Um, a- everything. It's not just Morelia. Yeah. It's everything. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but I'm just speaking to... And that's and- the problem. That's where every discussion comes in. It's like you can't you can't go into the Carpet Python group and just post uh, just a normal-looking Coach B-grade jungle. Yeah. Right. Because... Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you can't even just post it and be proud of it because they're going to criticize the cage. They're going to criticize the snake. Oh, you don't have lineage. Oh, you don't know who the fuck it is. It's just their path. Who pattern. cares? Right. It's who just cares? their pattern. It doesn't I try, matter.
1: I get hit up with that more probably in the last year. I don't know what the difference is, but I've been hit with that question more so than than anything. And this really? is how I always try to answer it. First of all, like they'll answer me like, oh, I just got it today. Somebody sent me a picture, a, a video, or something on Instagram, and they're saying they picked up this snake. To me, when I look at it, it looks like an IJ, right? That's okay. what it looks like. You know, there. I know we all say that you can't tell, and you know, but there are some. There are some tells that could tell you. You're never going to be able to know a hundred percent, but it's not like I think sometimes online, and this is just that you're typing it on on a you know, with your keyboard rather than talking to somebody. So those little nuances are lost, but, like, it comes across dickish because it's like, well, you're never going to be able to tell. Right. But Which is true.
2: But You're not. Yeah.
1: You know, you have that person that just got a carpet python, and this is your introduction to them, and you're telling them that their animal sucks because the lineage doesn't go back to 1996, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I always try to first... Whenever that happens, I take a look at the snake and I say, "Well, it could be this, right?" Mm-hmm. And let me say that that snake is killer. It's a killer snake.
0: Always right? compliment the snake. That
2: always yes. softens the blow. Yeah. Yes, it's a, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta kind of give See, when I yeah.
0: when I do that, Eric, I do focus a little heavier on the fact that he, here's why you can't tell and you can't tell. I don't, I'm not even necessarily doing it for the original poster. I'm doing it for the 60 people that are going to read this thread. Correct. Right. Because the person posting, it's probably their pet. Right. Or not, but probably, and it doesn't really matter, but the other 60 people all want to be breeders.
2: Right, well, and they want to find that... They this I want, I want and they them to learn the
0: to right way. So you yeah. got to do the balance.
1: Right. So this is what I tried to say to that person. I said, well, what are you, what is, what are your plans? Is this just a pet or is it something you want to breed? Are you something that maybe you're going to think about that later down the line? Like what, what is your, oh, it's just a pet. And I was like, well then dude, you have an awesome snake.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's, what it is.
1: it's just an awesome snake. Like, And I would tell them, I would say, you know what I would call it? I would call it a jungle type or I would call it a a coastal type because at the same breath. And this is what irritates me with sometimes with how this goes is like, we'll, we'll like knock down that person that's, you know, has this snake that's their pet and it doesn't have lineage that goes back but somehow if there's like a lineage missing and you you pick the subspecies and it's just like oh well we've accepted that that you know yeah. that that's that, that's what it is you know yeah you know what i'm saying like you'll call think about it undocumented coastal undocumented jungle you can you can i'm sure between the 3 of us we have an animal in our collection that you could trace back that has an animal that's questionable
2: of course so I, have really. in, I have high cons. I have high in my collection. Sure. Everything's. Quite, I have both. Yeah, sure. I have one that's traced back. It's
0: pure, and I have stuff that's traced back a couple, and then there's an unknown.
1: But you still call it a jungle carpet,
0: right? True. Usually, right. Jungle so, type. Right. Yeah. So why are
1: we so uptight about you know somebody calling their snake, uh, you know, if if they have no intentions of breeding the snake and it they, they can just, do
3: whatever they want, pet, yeah.
1: What
0: difference does it make? I'm not uptight about that anymore. I just want to point that out. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. no that's a, well, I, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, but you see I, that I, conversation. You and, know
2: that's, what I mean? and
0: you're you're 100% right. And the problem is, and like I said to Brandon today, I was like, the problem is the 60 people commenting on this haven't fucking earned the right to fucking be dicks about this because right. they don't fucking know themselves. Right, Like you just need to slow down a little bit.
2: And listen, you know, when you were getting started, I mean, I know when I got started, I had several animals that were crosses that I picked up at a show that there was no lineage on. And then if you decide you're going to start getting serious about this kind of stuff, you do eventually either sell those animals or just keep them as pets away from the breeding stock that you get from people who you can trace back the lineage if it means – If it is that important to you, if you're just trying to break, if you're just trying to breed cool Morelia, then you might not care. And then you just have to make sure you label everything appropriately.
0: You know what's happening.
2: Mm. And I think Eric, I think you brought this up
0: recently on one of the other podcasts, uh, or maybe I heard someone say, there's this, there's this whole thing now that everybody's got to be heard. Mm. Everybody's got to put their fucking opinion (laughs) out there. Most of their opinions fucking suck. Right. (laughs) But here's the thing, and I, I, I liken it to when I first came into the Morelli community. I had years of keeping carpets. I, I had knowledge of it.
3: Right.
0: I didn't say a fucking word because right. I was watching debates between Nick and Yasser and fucking you yeah. know, Jason talk on the forum. And maybe it was easier on the forum to be quiet than it is on Facebook because if you said something on the forum, nobody responded if you were nobody. <laughs> you, know, no, you could say something. Yes. In a, nope. <laughs> This is just ignoring you because who the fuck is this kid? He doesn't know shit. I spent, I don't know, years. I didn't say really much until I slowly felt more comfortable. And, you know, I just posted pictures of my animals, asked questions, slowly integrated myself into that to where I felt I could join the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 100%. yeah. And, I, and I've taken that approach for everything. Like, you'll see me very vocal in a carpet group, but if I go into a new species that I don't fucking know – I'm not gonna fucking even if I like cl- like clemmerite day geckos uh, we have I won't go in and fucking act like an expert in the in the group compared to some of these guys because it's we've been very lucky they breed easily but like I'm not the expert I'm not the I'm not yes I've had I've had good luck with them and right. they're healthy and all this but that even at that level of success I don't feel comfortable going into a group and giving someone else uh, advice or answers. Because I don't know enough of the the uh, the intricacies of these animals mm-hmm. to 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 be able to do that. So yeah. nowadays, everyone's jumping in, and to my the, I think the problem is that breeder mentality. Like they're answering as if they're breeders, and everyone's a breeder. Yeah. No one's answering as that person. Like you said, that person just they don't care. It's just a pet right lighten up we're not fucking it's not really a big deal anymore like if you want to have a serious debate on purity or, or carpet care then you know what come over to the carpet discussion group and tag me tag brandon tag you guys tag jason tag my curtain tag any experienced breeder and we can do that right you guys mm-hmm. you guys know me i got no fucking problem with that a- we can a- go down that road
2: if anybody don't, wants our opinions, all they have to do is send a question to info at radio.com <laughs> We will happily answer it yeah. on come, air. Yeah. You so, can come debate the
0: people with success and, and respect in this, in, the, in this niche. Fucking Don't get into this argument on this poor kid's fucking thread because you don't know the fuck you're talking about. Right. And I say that because they were, they were screaming today about this kid having a – some people are screaming about it in a glass tank.
2: Who gives a shit? Eric oh, keeps diamonds God. in glass tanks.
0: Was Dude, we keep we keep. You know what? You know what? My biggest thing is that with that, and, and they're like, they can't keep the humidity. You can't keep this. Dude, we keep fucking day geckos, small, small gecko species. Where like, if they get dehydrated, they're a small animal. It's gonna happen quickly. We keep them in fucking exoterra's. There's no fucking difference. It's right. a glass tank. A sideways like, tank. Yeah, I don't $20. understand
1: that. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. I, do, I, don't I don't get, get that. that. <laughs> like everybody yeah. is going out and making these naturalistic setups from exoteros that are made of glass. And the, just so people know, like, so everybody, Owen says this all the time, and I can't tell you how many messages I get, Owen, about glass tanks. Number one, I keep baby diamonds and small <laughs> diamonds in glass tanks. Right, Adults and then you upgrade them to in cages.
0: PVC. Oh, enclosures. for fuck's sake, <laughs> dude! I almost went out to my garage today to get a ten-gallon tank that I have out there just to throw a jungle in it, just to piss people off.
2: Well, then right. you can do it. You just need to understand is that you know there are going to be some differences between a cage and a tank. It sure. can be done. Well, you it know. Was done. It was years. done. That's how it happened. And, and the grandparents the people, of your shit was breeding those things.
0: It, right. And the people have to understand what we're talking about. If I'm in a white lip group and someone posts a white lip in a tank, yeah, which I no. did, my first <laughs> one was in a tank. Yeah. It's, that's that's terrible idea. You're gonna kill. Yeah, carpets are different animal. Yes, it's and this whole fish tank is for fish. Shut the fuck up. It's it's a fucking box. It doesn't matter what the enclosure is as long as, if it's a tub, if it's a glass tank, if it's a plastic cage, as long as you're providing the animal what it needs to thrive inside that enclosure,
2: the rest doesn't fucking matter. So right. when do you, when does it, when does it twist? Like, when do you all of a sudden, when does it become a tank and is bad to a enclosure, which is good? Like, it is it because you turned it up on its side and put a false back in the, the, the thing? I mean, like, when does that it's still a glass tank. You it's just made it look nice.
0: people regurgitate what they're seeing in these other groups that yeah. don't know what the fuck they're... That are not talking at a, an advanced level or don't know carpets. Carpets right. are different than a lot of shit. They're adaptable. True. Yeah. I wouldn't keep... I would keep carpets in glass tank anytime. I don't because it's it's easier for me to do what I do. Yeah. But I would well, not keep my other stuff in there.
2: I would say a baby carpet would do fine in a 10-gallon aquarium to a certain point, And then it would need to be upgraded. To oh, something. Spark
0: yeah. something spark was raised in a 10 gallon tank when
2: he was yeah. a baby i think i think that's fine i think i think you're gonna have a little bit of a culture shock for when it comes from my place where it's in a tub to the tank but i think it will get over that and i think it would do fine
0: yeah based on the individual
2: with, appro- with appropriate individual heating different. yeah appropriate heating based on the individual because i imagine there's going to be that one carpet that's just going <laughs> to cheese grate its face for no <laughs> yeah. fucking reason but you know it's I think you can have success, but you need to understand is where you draw the line and realize that now the animal's too big for this or where do you draw the line of this animal is not okay in this setup. And that's the problem is that I don't think people know where to draw the line. So they just they just the broad scratch out an entire thing of you can never keep animal in insert thing or X or this way.
0: And the problem today was the dude was Mr. I've done this for 20 years. Fuck you guys. So now he's abrasive to them, but then they're all. Someone even went as far to say, "Is you're borderline an animal abuser." No, that person's fucking ignorant. They're no, they're just ignorant. They need to stick to the ball python side of things where they can be a Brian Barczyk fan. It's, and it's you know they say things like that, and there's other people that went the glass tank thing. I said at one point, I said that snake probably has more room to move around than. of the people who are commenting criticizing it right now than they're animals. They're probably crammed animals. And I just
1: want people to understand just just so that they can understand my mindset when it comes to why I keep those snakes particularly in a glass tank. Because I put a hot basking light on top of them. For me, I think the diamond pythons being a dark Carpet python respond more so than any other carpets to you know a light cycle, heat, the sun, that kind of thing. I would agree that way, and that makes. I'm I'm sure they're fine on a on a on a uh, on a uh, you know if you're using heat tape or whatever it would be. I'm I'm sure you could do that, but for me, my thought process is is that I want them to be cycling to that. And I've observed observations with it. Is it the only way to do it? No, because most of the people that breed diamonds keep baby diamonds in tubs. I just prefer to keep them in a tank. That's
2: I, I like do. your setup better. I like it that you took an eight-foot diamond python and crammed it into a five-gallon <laughs> tank.
0: <laughs>
2: See, here's the
0: thing, though.
1: It's like thing.
2: morons. Like, really, guys?
0: Here's the thing. You just Seriously. this, this, this thought-out explanation of why you do what you do and right. why the snake's doing fine in that. Tomorrow, go on and make yourself a fake profile. Post a picture of that under a, a different name in that
2: group. See what happens. Not and ha- the, not the reduced patterns. They're too obvious. Go to the other, get, get Good the point. other one. Just, yeah.
0: just <laughs> the normal-looking diamond, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like, you would post that, yeah. and you would get attacked by 60 of course people. You, you would. cannot keep it in the glass tank.
2: Yeah, But the thing is, you can if you do it correctly. That That's the problem is that some people don't know how to do it. Their blanket husbandrying everything. Right, and rather than learning, like, listen, I have a water python, female. I put her in a three-foot cage. She bashes the shit out of her face trying to kill me because she can see me that I have to cover it up. I put her in a 41-quart bin. She's the calmest puppy dog ever. Yeah. Like, so that animal, like, I'm not going to put her in a three-footer anymore. The problem is the people
0: making this argument, they saw this in another group on a different set of snakes where the tank wouldn't be as good, but they're not educated enough to have their own opinion on this. So they're, they're just regurgitating what they saw Mm because they think it's right. And carpets, it's just not right. It's not, if it was a scrub python in there, absolutely. I'm like, yeah, get that out of there. It's got to go wrong thing.
3: Right.
0: It's a carpet. It's in a tank. It's a pet. Like this, it's the snakes. not, it's not, being harmed it's not there's nothing wrong with it
2: you know even then dude like I, i've had people i have a friend that raised several carpets in exoterras and then when they started getting bigger actually had giant glass to, I, I don't even know what to call them because you can't even say tanks or terrariums they're freaking huge and they're basically just a giant ass glass tank that you know i could stand in and so what, why, why is that okay? But the yeah. other one isn't exactly. Well, that's why I said with the big echoes small. These are small yeah.
0: species where if they're, if they dehydrate, it's quick and bad. Like if yeah. these off and all that, we have them an exoterrorist. They're yeah. not covered tops. There's three lights on top of there. There's an led light. There's UV light. And then, uh, we use, uh, mercury, uh, not mercury vapor, Deeper. but
3: yeah.
0: they're like these oh, puck lights. Okay. They're little puck lights for, like, cabinets. Right. The... Um, what the hell is the electric blue day gecko breeder? Uh, f- was it Frank something?
2: I that cannot shit. help you. I can't. I know. Uh, I, can't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I really, can't. But uh, he's the one who, uh, reading his stuff, was the one me out of that. They're just little puck lights for, like, under uh, cabinets. Like halogen you put lights? Them on, yeah, little halogen huh. lights. And they right. heat up. Uh, what it is, they heat up the basking spot. Whatever. You, you hook them up to a, an old school – I remember my grandma had this on her lamps in her house, like the sliding, uh, the sliding for the,
2: the – The dimmer switch? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you hook
0: God. it up to the dimmer switch. You get it to the temp you want, and you leave it. Oh, wow. And it works, works very well. That's how the day geckos are set up. And uh, golden geckos also. They're set up the same. Large exoteras, a couple of those, UV light, and then uh, LED lights for like the plants and shit. But that's what got me. I'm like, these tanks are glass tanks. They're not, it's not like I'm covering the top of plastic. You know, I'm not a I'm not, uh, you know, everyone says you can, use, that's the other side. The people that say you can use the glass tanks if you know what you're doing and, and, you know, MacGyver them the right way. I'm like, for a lot of snakes, like ball pythons, like that's a pain in the dick. I get it. But then they want, my problem is a lot of these people are not giving an avenue for uh, especially the ball pythons they are not given an avenue for the pet owner to get a cage mm. i'm seeing at least i'm seeing that change there they're, more people are pushing them towards like uh, the ball box uh, who who does those chris uh, something i forget it's a cage cage maker but they are pushing more to at least more and more towards like cages pvc cages for ball pythons right mm-hmm. you know cuz why the fuck is the pet owner with one or two of these going to get a rack it makes yeah, no sense. Like well, I remember when I got my first snakes, like I didn't want to fucking, I want to see him. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're not going to see a ball python. It's hiding, but at least at night you come in there, you, you want to see it out. Yeah. Like instead of in a tub, it makes no sense. So that's why the dialogue and the hobby needs to shift from breeder centric to understanding that not everybody should be a breeder. Mm-hmm. And we're already, they don't realize, I think a lot of people are losing out on a huge amount of their customer base by not yes. selling to 98% of their possibility possible customer base. They're only selling to Reader.
3: And, yeah.
1: dude, go back and listen to the early episodes of NPR. I've said that for years, that, like, we're just missing the mark totally. Like, especially, you know, even even Chondro people. Like, you know, you think about how somebody would just love to have that as a display animal. Yeah. Know, and to just be there. I mean, come on. You're just missing it if you think that everybody – and not only that, you're just making all your competition. I mean, yeah. that's something the that Barker's talked about. Why wouldn't you – like,
0: Dude, there's multiple places I've seen that discussion. Uh, literally, you're just – you're selling to your competition. Um, there's a long post I screenshotted somewhere. I have to send it to you. Uh, I think Jordan Russell. I think it was Jordan Russell. I screenshotted it because it was – fuck, I forget the word he used, but it was basically the snake in a circle eating its own tail. And it, it, it it likened that to our hobby and how we do things. And it was, it just really rung true with me. It was like, fuck. I wish I could remember more of it, but it was like, literally it was just selling to your own, to your competition. It's all breeder centric, you know? And that's the problem now. Like people are missing out. Like you said the green shit, that's all our green tree is going to, well, I shouldn't say that because I had this idea where uh, the one green tree that Val has mm-hmm. is a it's a sibling to the remedy from Buddy right. Buscemi.
3: Right. Yeah. I,
0: in my mind I'm like, oh, we should get one of the sicknesses kids and now we breed the sickness to the remedies
2: bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> call it and call it normal. Yeah. Um but right, Yeah, there you go. The, yeah, ain't the, nothing um, normal. the uh, I mean dude, like I, I bred stonewash, like bread lighthead like, stonewash. And more people come up to me asking just for normal bread lie because they dig them as pets. Like, I, when I bred, breed the bread lie, I hope for more males because people love bread lie just as pets because they're bulletproof. They're a very pretty snake. And I usually bring my female out and people dig her. So it's just the way it is. And I, um, was it a bunch of people kept turning down this granite that I had? because, like, they were interested in the color and the patterns or whatever. The people who ended up buying her just wanted her as a pet and just dug her pattern and color and had never seen a snake like her before. So they were the ones who ended up buying her. So there is room for people who just want to have a really cool-looking python as a pet who who have no intentions of breeding. You just have to talk to them about it.
1: And wouldn't that be the, um, you know, like, You want those people on your side because if you have, if you have like, uh, you know, all these households in the, in the U S that are keeping a pet, whatever you want to say, if it's, let's say carpets, right. If you have a pet carpet, like, don't you think that more people are going to be, they're going to want to keep that carpet, right? You know what I mean? Like (laughs) they're going to want to have that as it's their pet.
2: Yeah, I mean, and also from a business standpoint, I've gotten more pictures of that granite carpet python just hanging out on a tree branch or chilling with the people who own her and shit like that than I have of any other snake I have sent – that I've produced and sent to people that was going to be used for breeding. Like, you're talking about an animal that you could probably, like, showcase that was from me, that they do that all the time. So –
0: Dude, I, I just thought before, and it, it's, sometimes I, when I'm thinking these thoughts, I kind of try to compare it to the other part of my life with, with like, the mammals and the dogs and the cats. Mm-hmm. I just thought before, I said, you know, I said, if you looked at everybody in the country who owned a dog, what percentage of the, the people own dogs would you say are pet owners versus actual breeders? Oh,
1: man. I would say ninety yeah. percent are pet keepers, maybe
0: even more, maybe ninety. Yeah, I would yeah, I would agree. And now what is it for reptiles? I bet it would be probably, and the, opposite. And probably the opposite. It's, it's side probably it. opposite when you consider at least the people that want to be breeders.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I here's the thing. I don't want to fucking breed huskies. Okay. Really? Like, why not? Dude, oh God, please. <laughs> One's enough, uh, but I, but I, I have enough self awareness to be like, and believe me, my if my wife, my wife will listen to this and be like, we're breed, but I want to breed huskies, I want them all. No. no. But, you know what I mean? What I'm saying yes. is, I have a self awareness. Is I, that's our lifestyle. The last thing we need is to fucking breed these animals. Right. There's yes. not enough people. The, the conversation in reptiles is completely opposite. Everyone thinks they should breed it, when a lot less people need to.
2: Yeah, I mean, Eric would be breeding dash hounds, and oh, I'd be god, breeding. Oh god, those I'd be, guys! And I'd be—I would just be breeding unholy spawn from the depths of hell. So you know, it's yeah, pretty sure i cute in front of one of those dogs. We were yeah, like
1: many babies. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: just. <laughs>
0: I, I don't want In front of one of his dogs while they were judging me. It
2: was probably it was probably Roxy. Probably Roxy. She's, she's judgmental. Oh, this um, this
0: thread is a
1: train wreck, man. <laughs> oh, you're reading it? No, I'm just I'm just. You know what? You know what? What baffles me, right? Okay, so yeah. there's this guy Jake, and he posts this up. Uh, I got my female in the setup, and everybody does 170 page uh, 170 posts about how he sucks as a keeper, right? What the And hell? if you scroll down, right? Yeah. Wait. You just scroll down to the next, like you go down a little bit more, you go down a little bit more, go down, little bit more go down a little bit more. There's a guy with a nine-foot carpet Python that uh, Oh, that thing's be
2: dead by four. <laughs>
1: next, jeez. Anyway, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh look, there's another snake in a glass tank. Oh right. look, there's another snake in a glass. Oh look, there's another snake, and nobody says shit.
2: So just nobody this says guy.
1: Shit. Nobody says nothing.
0: Yes, not but one word. You, but they, the reason is, is because he did the "I have 20 years, shut the fuck up."
1: Oh, he said that.
3: Okay.
0: He they, everyone's wrong in that thread. Uh, uh, he oh, just the, a yeah. He dropped the total clusterfuck. Yeah. No, it's the other ones. It's like people will give their comment, but if they don't really respond to it, like you know, it's not going to go as far. This one, anytime someone got you know. Really critical do, of him. Do we, it was,
2: do, we, do we own this page,
0: Eric? I can't keep track of it. No, anything. no. Just, <laughs> no. Right. It's. I, I'm actually gonna be. I, I'm gonna I message say, all I will, the mods and.
2: I will say I will wade into this and just destroy everything. No,
0: so. someone's <laughs> no, someone's a mod in there that we actually know, and I think that's. I'm gonna message him like, dude, clean What's the page Yeah. Like I didn't know you were mod till just today. Actually, that's a true story. I didn't know he was. I think this is more recent. But like, listen. <laughs> We need to figure something out because this is this is a bad look for for our our part of the hobby here. Like this this page a
2: train wreck. Right? You gotta you gotta reel in you gotta reel in pages because every once in a while people will just gang up on everybody and it is.
1: I, I don't really post there all that much, and every once in a while I'll share something to that page. But I just I mean dude, I
2: stopped sharing on our own page. Like I posted up on the yeah, pick I of the don't week. I do it. I posted up on the pick of the week. One time I posted up on the Pick-a-Week a uh, super caramel jag that had just hatched. And the first question was from somebody I'd never heard of. He said that's kind of cool. And then I'm like, all right, thanks. He goes, actually, it's kind of shitty. I'm like, oh, well, fuck you! Like it was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I think he posted up some other animal, like one of his or something like that. I'm like, who are you? Like, why are you? Like you like
0: like whatever. And that's the problem now. It's a lot of who are you and how did you get this opinion?
2: Yeah, it's so. It was like that was the last that was the last draw. Now I'm like, fuck you. Nobody gets to see my animals but Eric. So. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I've been
0: I've been lucky with the Elias's group because like there's no bullshit there,
3: right?
2: Because it's it's, it's because there's no there's no it, there's not 18 morphs of Mac lots of python. It's just a Macquarts python. The problem you is don't that even, people are drifting into those now.
0: Well, it's not even just the morphs. It's you're not getting care bullshit. You're just getting well, appreciation for what everyone's got well, in that. To
2: group. be honest, um, I posted up when I went I went down and saw KJ. And I took pictures of his baby Dunai. Yeah. And I, I post and I posted it up. And people went absolute these these people who I don't know how they they even found my Facebook page for Rogue. And they start blasting away that these are not Dunai and that I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. And all oh, of a sudden happened to me. I'm like I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, I'm like, they were bred by Ryan Young. I know the parents are Dunai. They're like, oh, they're crosses, you're full of shit. And then I posted up a picture of the female with the eggs and then they're like oh no but that's really cool man I'm like yeah go fuck yourselves like yeah. it was you you came in guns blazing you didn't actually ask questions you immediately jump all over me because and the and guy that's even said everything and the guy even said he's like dude i import dunai i know what i'm doing with dunai i'm like but you don't because i'm telling you right now that's what these are you just but the colors really weird okay I'm sorry you haven't seen any really baby fresh dun eye in your years of importing them. So it's yeah, no. The second you prove though that you are you were correct, they all want to be your friends and they're complimenting you on things, but you know, it it's a knee-jerk reaction that needs to stop. Stop It's literally a
0: summary of everything that goes on right. online. Every yeah. every everything goes down that road because of these experts that aren't experts or you know.
2: they, they're experts in their own mind, but they don't they don't take the time to ask questions because, like, if they had come at me and been like, dude, I've never seen Baby Dun-Eye that look like this. Are you sure they're dun I'd be like, yeah, they were produced by Ryan Young. Here's a picture of Mom on X, and it could have uh, stopped right there. I
0: remember this. Here's oh, the thing. Remember, you, right? you remember how hot you, I was, right? Here's the thing. Yeah, it doesn't look like Baby you remember Dun-Eye because that person never saw Baby dun
2: Yeah, well, congratulations because they haven't been
0: bred that often. That's <laughs> so, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That person's telling you that's not a done because that's not what they look like. Dude, that well, motherfucker's never seen a done eye, right, even in The pictures. youngest
2: done eye he's seen is a year old after the color change. KJ yeah. has babies. I mean, they were – and he's growing them slow. So the, the color change from hatchling to adult is ridiculous. Plus, done is a species. It's, a, it's so hideously variable that – the male looks nothing like the female that was bred to Nick's, Nick's female. It looks nothing like the female that KJ has. So all of them look different, but also somewhat similar. So, yeah, it's, huh. And Messenger could be like, well, this is interesting. And then he does usually calls them up and goes, see, what I find is just like when you're playing a guitar. And it's like, and then he kind of goes, you may have you might like Les uh, Paul. Right. I might not. But See, that doesn't mean I'm so that proud you're of you. I would, as you did a not
3: know what a Les Paul was. <laughs> you I still don't. And yeah, that's you have like, no
2: idea. But you're like I'm, spouted dude, off just like your musician. That's why that's why I didn't and that's why I didn't. Normally you have a second type of guitar. Uh, and I don't know what else to put there except maybe Fender, but I that's understand. probably wrong too. All right, cool. There so yeah. Go. But you might I mean, like so that, but that you. doesn't mean that we're not as passionate about music <laughs> in the same way. Okay. I, and that I've
0: actually is- slowed down though. Cause, cause a few years ago, like I would get into just every debate and argument. We're older Yeah, I do a lot more scrolling, but the problem is like, uh, right now I'm working every other week. Um, Easy. we're doing an AB schedule to have less people at work, you know, and, um, so between being off every other week and I don't know, just today was the right day. I had to get in that stupid thread. And every once in a while, every once in a while, the right thread will come along, and I'll see enough idiots fucking comment. They're ignorant comments; they don't know what they're talking about, and I'll jump in and get into it. But
2: I, I know it sucks. i it as well. I know it sucks getting into those. <laughs> what? But like, do you feel like we're kind of letting the shit go, and because people? who aren't maybe more knowledgeable, aren't jumping on these threads and kind of nipping it that maybe we are kind of, it, it's hurting more than it is well, helping by just ignoring it.
1: But don't you think like at this point, like think about when we were coming into the Moralia hobby, there right? Was, there
2: was no book. There, there was, was no podcast. Yes. There, was there was no nothing. carpet. There was a forum. There was nothing. And you we went on the forum nothing. and
1: you stayed in your spot. And we were You did thankful. not comment we- if you did not have <laughs> nothing to add. And if somebody did, they were told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> we
2: had we had we had brown striped carpets, and we were thankful Am for I those wrong? striped carpets. Am I, I wrong? No, you, you're not. You got the I, t-
0: I told someone that the other day. I said I came up in in the time of the hobby when the forums were around where if you fucking spoke up, you better know what you're fucking talking about or your reputation was ruined forever. Right. <laughs> exactly. They're going to be mean, like, oh, that fucking guy. <laughs> and the thing is, dude, half these people, like, they're they're getting hurt feelings over little shit. Like, man, I I remember stuff that I've watched on the forums where it was like, dude, it was, it was brutal. Absolutely oh, yeah. brutal. Like, go to the monitor forums back in the day with Frank Reeds. Dude yeah. would fight you. On his own, like you could agree totally with him, hundred percent, word for word, agree with him. He'd still wonder, find a way to fight with you. I don't even know how he did it.
2: I wonder how many people actually have Reed stacks and don't know it's because that dude made them. Like it's like,
1: yeah, they'll be fighting with the guy. You don't yeah, have nothing. I, you don't
2: know shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I built the thing that's in your cage. <laughs> like dude, right. if Frank was on the monitor for him,
0: guarantee it. And on the uh, you know the monitor groups on Facebook, I don't think he is. I haven't really paid attention enough. I feel like he's an old school guy that wouldn't be. But yeah. if he was, you're 100% right. People would have his, his shit that he's, he pioneered. <laughs>
2: they would argue with him that he's wrong. No, I, I just don't understand that. Nope. Hey, how can you care enough about a species that you don't know the people who pioneered it for you, and then you're going to argue with them? Like, yeah. I, I, I would love to see the one day where somebody's going to argue with Nick about something and not realize that the freaking book on their shelves was written by him. Like, it's... It's probably happened. It's probably happened, but oh, dear it's happened. God, it's definitely <laughs> oh, <really>? happened. <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> That's happened for sure. You know.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. Don't man. It's it. crazy.
0: I see Nick more in political conversations now than I do in, in the snake bullshit. Honestly.
1: Why get all- Yeah, he's sort of checked out of that. Like the last time I spoke to him, he was just like, he's like, he's the same way. I'm just, I'm the same way. I feel the same way. Like. I guess as you get older, you realize that your time is limited.
3: Uh, All right.
1: Well, well it's good to have you back, Scott.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's been too long since I've been on here talking to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Honestly, so- it sucks. I'm I'm mostly sad that Carby Fest isn't happening because that's like the one time a year I get to get together with everybody. I mean, I'll I'll probably see Mike Curtin later this year, go fishing with him or something. But you know, to get to see everybody and.
2: He would, we would love to make it happen. We would love to try. It's just that um, I think by the time they end up clearing it up to the point where we might even be able to have it, it it's going to be really late in the game. So hopefully, oh, that's
0: like, I was hoping California's in June, and I was like, all right, that's far enough away, but now it's May, and it's like, come on, fucking open yeah. up, open up.
2: Yeah, so it's, I mean, even if they opened it up now, like slowly, I don't think we'd get to the point where we could have a carpet fest. Um, in August, and then we're starting to go down into September, and Eric's going to Australia in October. That's like so, you said.
0: People buy plane tickets and shit, and it's
2: yeah. And know. we don't want to. I don't. We we don't want to do it if we're gonna. If Carpet Fest will be saved, it will be a quick, dirty like it'll come in and be like, guess what's happening next month? That's right. It's like it's gonna be like that. So, um, and it's gonna be hard. So yeah. And especially because I don't think I don't think anybody wants to have a barbecue in November. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able yeah. to do it then. It's the, so. it's the
0: cards we were dealt. It, it is, is it the is. cards
2: we were dealt. And it's sucky. But I mean, we're still going to try to have a T-shirt well, fun.
0: What will make the
1: next carpet Fest? The better, because we're gonna have
2: it. We're gonna have, we're gonna have we have to count this one. We have to have some kind of T-shirt and a carpet fest to say that like Northeast Carpet Fest T-shirt for the ninth one, the year we were all in quarantine or some bullshit. Because next year is the tenth one, and we we basically want to burn Eric's house to the ground. I mean, like it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be Eric's back. crazy Thanks, if pal. he has a tenth one in his welcome. house. He's crazy. He is insane. We have a house we literally yeah. tried this year. We this summer we literally tried to find another place to have carpet fest. The problem is with PA yeah. is all state parks that could house us no alcohol, and you have to be out by sundown. Nope, not gonna work. Not exactly. Gonna work. So and then we rent like you, an
1: island or something, man. We
2: we <laughs> were thinking about. That's the problem, like, dude. I was looking at cabins and campgrounds. Same fucking thing, and they have these no. things where. Uh, you can't have parties. You have to have your family, and like only a certain number of people are some bullcrap. No, we and need then, someone
0: with a big house, big property,
2: a farm. I'm a working farm. on it. I'm working on it. That's I'm working perfect. on it. Yeah, chop, chop. Come on, I'm working on screw, it. Man. <laughs> well, you know, if she stops buying animals, we might have more time, <laughs> more money, but. It sounds like you got the same problems I do. Why is this like this? These are arguments I thought I'd have. Right. No, honey, I don't want the ball python. Please
0: I remember
1: don't. remember when young here. Owen was saying <laughs> it's foolish. by the way, I did show Dory that picture and I yeah, explained no, to her I how much you hate that. I hate that. And thing. she laughed so, so hard. <laughs> so so much. Wait, I'll cut this part out.
2: You damn well better.
1: So, <laughs> so Scott, right? <laughs> He sends me this picture of a white ball python. It was like, I don't know. What is it? Uh, uh, it is,
2: a, I don't know. It's a, a just, white, white blue-eyed eyed,
1: stick blue or whatever. right? And Owen says, he sends us the, the, the message of him and Melissa going back and forth about, she's like, I got this too. And he's like, wait, what? What? Why? Why did
2: you do this? <laughs> right? who, what you, who gave you this? And so like, oh, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> dropped off at the office. I'm like, no. Yeah, he's like, no.
1: He sends this picture and he goes, I hate, and I, I hate this. And then I take the picture and I draw a hat on the drew a hat snake on it, and then he and sends I said, it back. No, you hate this more. And he's like, I hate you so
2: much. Just, I'm like, Jesus. She's gone too far. And then Eric's like, No, no, no this would be too far. And he that's gets it, the that's hat. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, You bastard. <laughs>
0: that's savage. Yeah, it is. Dude, how do you think I ended up with. Half a rack of ball pythons.
2: Well, it's like, and she's like, well, you know, it'll just be something that we can try to make better and find a home for. I'm like, we could kill it with fire and then it wouldn't have to be a problem. Yeah, better up your game on the morphs, bro. Oh, uh, dude, are you fucking? <laughs> no, fuck this thing. Are you kidding me? It's gonna be one of those things that I'm gonna make it better and then I'm just gonna be like, go to Hamburg, drop off a table, leave. Like, it's. Oh.
0: Dude, it's how we ended up with half a rack of ball pythons. No, and I'm not. No, no. I've now worked. we don't even work with that.
2: We.
3: I, I'm, I'd already, like to
2: sell them. She already, she already, she, somehow I have a retake project because of her. And then there's a 52 pound tortoise that I have to worry about. <laughs> I have to convert the shed in the back of my house into a tortoise habitat. Oh, She's not put ball pythons in my collection. I draw the line. Don't let her get geckos. That's all the, i tell you. She wants lychee on us. Oh, no. We have where... three boys. No, no. We have three males.
0: I don't even know why. No, and was given
2: all of them. They were free, all of them. This is information that I will not like. Like other buddy is like, hey, I got lychees when Melissa wants them. I'm like, and it's a shame because she'll never hear about that. Like she won't know that yep, you have his for. Her. I one of, help. one of ours is from him. That asshole. <laughs> it's just <laughs> kicking oh my, my body. <laughs> <It's, sighs> <sighs>
1: All right, well, Scott. If people, uh, when, when, <laughs> I have to make the
0: cuts good. You know what I mean? You do. We gotta, we gotta apologize, everyone. They were saying we're all friends here. Like I've known you guys for ten years, so yeah. There's a, yeah. there's probably a lot of uh, yeah. this one all over the shit, place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. We haven't we good. haven't talked like this in too long, so it's
1: yeah. Part I know. Of it. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: okay. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Scott, where would they find you online if yeah, they have to go, talk you. to you about
0: things? Uh, I'm still a loser without a business. So you can find me on Facebook under my name or uh, Instagram underscore revolution, and uh, same thing on TikTok now. I'm fucking around with that. That's a good, really? good, really. Do you you know why? Because why? the organic reach on that's fucking ridiculous.
2: Like that's what the wait, kids are all on now these days. Yeah. So yeah. like,
0: <laughs>
1: I sound like Jim now. <laughs>
2: no. Yeah. So
0: I'm not, I'm I'm just making stupid videos with the animals. But, um,
3: okay. But
0: then, uh, if you want to read my blogs, they're on medium.com. You just search Scott Board and they're on there. I will start writing again soon.
2: I promise. Nice. Yep. Yeah.
0: I got a few, I got a few like half started ones, um, in my notes, but like I haven't, I used to write them on the train and I just haven't been doing it. Uh, I've been doing other stuff recently. So, Watching TV shows or something,
3: right?
1: (laughs) So, but uh, they they want the time, like, man, what can I could do with all this time? And then now everybody gets the time and they're like, I'm not gonna do that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, every other
0: week, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna write a blog this week. Well, here we are. I go back to work in two days and I still haven't written one again. So,
3: (laughs) (laughs) well,
1: maybe uh, uh, it's just inspired you.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe strike while the iron's hot, buddy, right? Yeah. That's the other problem. Sometimes you get too many thoughts in your head and you can't organize them. That's been the other issue. Welcome to NPR. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> welcome to
1: Welcome to every this whole
2: episode. Every episode is a is a journey that we don't know where the fuck it's going. <laughs> like we, we used to have like just bullet point the journey. <laughs> we used to have bullet point itinerary per show. Now we just see what the fuck happens. <laughs> well, sometimes that's the best. You know? It is I'd the be best. Fun. I like it so much better. It's so much you more relaxed. Like
1: the wheel. You hope for the best. You know? Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's it. People with their itineraries. You know, when you've been doing this for 10 years, you can do whatever the hell you want. So
1: You know exactly what the third question is going to be before I even write it down. I know, I know. I <laughs> know.
2: <laughs> it's been trained in me like a yeah. seal. Yeah, I
1: give you a little treat every time.
2: <laughs> I do. Yeah. He lets me look at a hypo. <laughs> yeah. It's a coastal. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah, and then
1: uh, for us, murraypythonradio.net. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, info at moraliapythonradio. dot com, and uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I'm EB Morelia and
2: Owen. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, uh, it's uh, rogue reptilescom reptiles. dot com. Everything is up to date over there. Uh, there's very few babies from last year. They're still for sale, but the first of the 2020s did just start hatching, uh, so the jungles are out, and that's a good-looking pair, Um, the Delia Scattershot female to an Andrew Hare male, so, Mm. yeah, I got some, there are a few in there that I'm looking at, and I'm like, no, no, you want to cut back on jungles, so it's like, yeah, (laughs) Um, so that, and then other stuff will be coming, and we'll post it up there, Uh, as far as everything else, it's a Facebook dot com rogue reptiles and on instagram it's rogue underscore reptiles and uh, go check it out so that's all we have for everybody tonight so we'll say thank you all for listening and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more merlio python radio good night